0: They never said the site's podcast was too much. Who knows more about music than us? <laughs> the site is a black podcast, man, all genres with a regular pop culture and a shit ton kind of food. If you make know a music, you probably don't know what size is. And this is no shit. When I say weak ass, you say bitch. Weak ass, yeah. bitch. <laughs>
1: Still stuck
0: on um JT. What she say?
1: Real ass bees give a foot by
0: nipple. Wait, the accent was very on point. Hello <laughs> and good night.
1: Give <laughs> a foot by nipple. I don't
0: love it. You do. I mean, I just like that ghetto girls always blame their having a baby on anything like. Oh, you know, I used to be an eight and a half, nine, but now I'm a nine, nine and a half as soon as I had my baby.
1: Carisha is a liar. No, no, it do be happening like
0: that. Women's bodies be changing. And
1: that's how y'all need to be nicer to us. Oh, my God. At large.
0: (laughs) Come on, men at large need to be nicer to women.
1: Hey. Hey, podcast.
0: (laughs) Another episode of this damn show with this girl. (laughs) Per
1: usual, I'm eating
0: a whole slice. (sighs)
1: Remember when I was saying I was definitely afraid how scared how skinny I was getting eating down. I put some jeans on today. I had to put some lard on my legs to get them things. Not
0: lard. People usually like
1: she's back in the game.
0: People really use lard for stuff like back in the day, country.
1: They're saying it it do what it got to do. I'm not. Uh, I'm not interested.
0: Right. I had to stop eating Jell-O when I was little because I found out it was pig fat.
1: Oh, jello was weird. I don't like food that has its own personality. Like it's, a jiggle? It has its own personality. I don't like it. I want it <laughs> to be fried, dyed, blow dry. <laughs> Lay to the side. Red beans and gravy. I am too lazy. I don't like all that moving around.
0: Philly people always got to ask something extra. I never heard that last part before. What? The gravy part? Lazy part?
1: That's literally Barnell Hill on Martin. <laughs> you talk about him every episode. He was like, you know we have a lake with some catfish. You know, catfish are delicious. Fry it tight, lay it to the side. Red beans and gravy. I ain't too lazy. <laughs> y'all have to know y'all black taste.
0: <laughs> I know that episode and I do not remember that saying. But my mom used to say fry daddy, and lay it to the side every time she got her hair done.
1: Oh, that's the commercial that was like, My hair's been fried, dyed, and blow-dry. Go through so much wear and tear. Ooh, girl, what happened to your hair? I want black people to stop. You remember that commercial? No. It literally was like, when I first got my hair done, it was like, ooh, girl, who does your hair? The next day, it was just, ooh, girl. Oh, wait. And then and then they would talk, and it was like my hair's been fried, dry, dry, and blow so dry. I'm done with so, this conversation. You that? Was that only in Philly? I hope so. And the next day it was just, ooh, girl.
0: Black people really have gotta stop with these fucking hair songs. <laughs> Before I left Atlanta, it was this weave shop that opened up on Howell Mill. And they had a fucking commercial that was like three girls and a needle. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Like, what the fuck are you talking about? They even had another one where Algebra Blissette was the the singer. Go off. I mean, a vocalist. But still. What
1: happened? Uh,
0: Mm -hmm. I don't have time for that. That's like when Shanaynay was like, she was tore up from the floor. I almost threw Threw up.
2: Mm.
0: And then she really made the mm noise. (laughs) I'm done. What are we here to really talk about? I can't. In today's Hot Topics, which we actually need to figure out a new way to announce that, but... Happy birthday, Blige family.
1: Listen, everybody's birthday. Everybody's a Capricorn and Mary J. Blige life. Mary J. Blige, Chastis to Latanya, Lisa, <laughs> uh, 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 what's the call it Um, Angie Martinez.
0: All of the legends.
1: L. Cool J. Wife, Sis Love Purple, they all Capricorns. <laughs> they all born the same week, and they always go on vacation together, and it's Everything I
0: love, legendary friendships. I think Me we talked so. about that last episode how everybody used to be friends. Mm hmm. Blige looks bomb. Those oh. beach pics.
1: Somebody said, There is no more drama
0: <laughs> in my life. Mm. She screamed it out. No. Lord, I'm tired of all the drama. Somebody posted the video
1: when she was going crazy at the Grammys. <laughs> so she was like, it, 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 my it was like looking
2: around with
1: the little searching. Bird J. is a crazy
0: wig. person. When we saw her at Essence, she was laid out on the floor <laughs> in tears. It's your second song, madam. What are you doing?
1: Dre won us some tickets to go see her like a few years ago at Radio City. Yikes. And she was singing "Your Child," but the song was Ooh. still resonating with her. She had already walked off stage to change her clothes, but she was still in the mic yelling. <laughs> she was like, "And I just feel like how you got a son, and you not taking care of your son, and you not living up to your responsibility as a man." I was like,
0: Here. "You know what?" And I I she came left. out with a new outfit. <laughs> boots up to her chin. <laughs> <laughs> I would have laughed if she was still go off like that backstage.
1: She really was. She had the mic with her backstage as Dre. I don't lie. I would have like the Soulja camera. like Soulja Boy, I don't lie. We're going to
0: um, we gonna talk about Soulja Boy a little later because maybe he's not lying but it's still not true. <laughs> <laughs>
1: This my thing. He don't lie. He might exaggerate, but he don't lie.
0: We can go ahead and do it right now. Soldier Boy was on Breakfast Club, giving you every bit of a crackhead, and Stephanie doesn't.
1: Multiple people in my things like, oh, he was talking normal. He was acting normal.
0: Okay, I've seen him talk. He gave a little bit of a drug. He also needed a big batch of chapstick on them lips. It was like it wasn't giving drug to me. It gave a little bit of a drug to me.
1: He was more sane in that whole thing cuz when they were being crazy, he was like, "Um, Sharla, He kept tell her." She's like, "You say Sharla, did you just hear what I said?" Okay. And he was saying it very calmly. He was talking very like But whatever. then they would he kept say one her thing, Angela. They
0: would say one thing to trigger him and then he would start going off. And it was like Oh,
1: cuz he wants to fight everybody. D-
0: like it was not his mood wasn't stable enough for me to think there's one not a mental issue or two. A drug wasn't in the system. It's okay. Oh
1: no, I feel like he is sick of not getting his dude, his flowers. And at the end of the day, Soldier Boy and Lil B. Here you go. Own are the reason why everything happened in music right now. I do think They're that the reason they... why we got streaming, they the reason why we have ringtones, they the reason why celebrities is on the internet the way they on the internet. They he they the way why SEO for all the marketing people is the way it is because do you remember? They both used to do this thing on like YouTube and MySpace, where and SoundCloud when SoundCloud first started, they would put like put their music under a different name, so then you can search like Michael Jackson, but they will pop up.
0: Yeah. So they I also SEO
1: geniuses. They I would everything. never take like they a digital mastery
0: away from Soldier Boy and Lil B. I think that they really monetized that whole wave, and they are the reason for a lot of. The digital consumption that we is that's normal to us now, but soldier Boy as a rapper is not talented enough to be making claims about everybody stealing from him. That's one, and Wait, two,
1: but you don't feel like, I like
0: all his songs, I no, don't have anything bad to it, say, but, but no, him but talking about he made Drake false, him talking about that he Ariana Grande stole his beat false, no, like all but, of this stuff but is let's not talk true about mumble
1: rap and all
0: that. Soulja Boy. All I like don't Soulja think that Boy, those rappers are talented, though. So that's not. You no, know, we're not talking about
1: talent. He's not even talking about talent. He's talking about everybody got their vibe and swag and whatever, vibe and essence from him.
0: All right. I just don't think that he is like, if that's the case. It's
1: not about talent. It's just about the give. Everybody has lifted his give, is what he's saying.
0: I can be okay with that. But I still think that there's some delusion behind it. That's all. Like I don't think that the people that he's pinpointing and claiming did this, that, and the fourth are really even thinking about him. Like yeah, he got the credit for Beyonce. Definitely was. Yeah, Drake definitely interpolated his song into his. We but all
1: know Drake is a Virgil of rap, as some white man said on Twitter on Instagram.
0: <laughs> white hip hop heads really be coming for blood. He,
1: nah, he's a fashion girl. He was in a diet product. Um, Hashtag comments. he's a fashion girl. <laughs> yeah, he was in Diet diet Prada comments and he was like, no, he said Virgil is the Drake of fashion. When you
0: posted that Diet Prada shit and it showed how Virgil was really taking all of the underground, like, UK designers' designs and putting them on his runways for Off-White this year.
1: That was Michelle Ellie who's, like, one of the most Powerful black women in fashion. That was her son's garment that he took. That yellow.
0: I just don't understand why Virgil thinks that he's going to continue to get away with it. I he think has that been. I think that the Louis Vuitton collection had moments, but it wasn't my favorite. I think that Kim Jones really has That's elevated everything. Let's talk about Dior because every look one through forty-one, I want them. Christian Dior poster girl. Kim Jones is elevating every brand and house of fashion that he touches the end. Virgil could have stayed on LV's accessories and I would have been cool with that. That Virgil still would have been in Chicago him.
1: out of my face.
0: Oh, well, there's that. Back to Soldier Boy for 5 seconds. I just think that there oh is boy, some misconstrued moments in his mind. Based on the interviews that I've seen. Because he's been going off on tangents. Mm-hmm. And first of all, you are only even here to talk about married um, marriage boot camp. Celebrity and edition. And he don't want to
1: talk about it neither. At
0: all. And I feel bad for Nia Riley because she's just been holding on to this relationship for, Why? like, with the jaws of life. And I'm just like, Soulja Boy not even cute no more. Why Was he ever? Soldier Boy used to look like a regular brown skinned boy. And that's cute. Oh, okay. <laughs> I mean, like if you look at a before and after I picture, he just so gives into Jay now. I, just oh. was, I had a
1: little chicken nugget. His friend a I know what you're talking about. it to a red. But He's you get into like out. a
0: a thicker a thigh a, yeah. a cake <laughs> a pie. <laughs> I can relate, but I'm saying like <laughs> Soulja Boy at least used to look like a a, a normal person. Oh, um, mm-hmm. I
1: get it. Yeah, she. I don't know. She's weird. You have a child, Nia. Don't you know all
0: kid? By him, right?
1: No, that's not his baby.
0: Oh, I don't she know. He had a baby
1: on him. Their
0: storyline on Love and she Hit had Pop a baby me, on him. And he
1: was like, oh, okay, well, I'll still be around. I mean,
0: but he also thought he had a baby on her, <laughs> according to the Breakfast mm-hmm. Club interview. Mm-hmm. Also, Breakfast Club needs to be canceled. I didn't know that they were eight years into the game mm-hmm. and still doing a terrible job at interviewing mm-hmm. everyone. Wow. Give us the job, Revolt.
1: They're still not worse than um, Academics and Nadeza.
0: He was on there too, going off.
1: But you saw when the desk said.
0: No, she, I don't really watch that show anymore. No like,
1: "Well, I only saw the clip because I didn't know the show even came on, but it was on YouTube." Yeah, I mean, Joe Budden, I mean, left. It's done. Right. <laughs> it was on. Um. It was on Twitter, and he was like, "Yeah, so you know, I got this watch. I got the console." She's like, "Why do you have so many jobs? Like, oh, why yeah are you yeah, doing yeah all yeah. that? I why did- are you?"
0: That's stupid. Like, don't ask nobody why they have all, businesses. First of all, we get
1: into the money, ho. No one has <clears> Jay-Z. Why he got so many jo- Well, he don't got no jobs, but.
0: All right. Jay-Z is an enterprising black man. No, he licenses
1: his name to things. I feel like other people actually be doing the work. I mean,
0: I'm not going to give all of that to Soldier Boy either, though, because Soldier Boy bootlegged Nintendo. That's not, what he's doing with that gaming system is not legal.
1: I know my, um, somebody at work told me that today. But he claims his license. But anyway, wait.
0: It's literally just like I had a homeboy I used to work at an advertising agency with and he was selling simply made from China iPhones. Like they weren't real iPhones. That's <laughs> what Soulja Boy is doing. It says HD games on the box. It don't even have Soulja Boy branding on yeah, it. Yeah, that's what he was it's saying. It's really late what he's doing. Well,
1: what I'm, I'm saying. saying is that Jay-Z. He's going to jail, no, period. Period. <laughs> Number one, what I'm saying is that like Jay-Z literally, like, I feel like there's somebody that makes these deals for him, and he just comes in and says, okay, and signs his name. Like, people be making it like jay is like this. He said it. He said, I'm not a businessman. I'm a business man. So let me get back to my business. Damn. So. A line. So, right. Oh, iconic. Yeah. But what I'm saying is. I just don't just feel so that weird way. weird that people have, don't, oh, okay, with Rihanna having 10,000 hustles. And they okay with Jay-Z having 10,000 hustles? What are you talking about? Hustles?
0: People are not okay with Freon having 10,000 hustles. It's people screaming about, give us music no, every I day. No, I know they
1: saying that. People are, but you know, black girls be like, black girl magic, she's a mogul, blah, blah, blah. To but, be
0: fair, that's something. expected of, it's expected of, I feel like, R&B singers and pop, well, not R&B, pop. Pop singers. Pop crossover type mm-hmm. singers to have a moguldom about them because... J Lo, Beyonce, Mariah, like they all had to honestly, we gotta give J Lo credit. She was one of the first.
1: Oh, J Lo Did That Award.
0: Did that award goes to her because it was given mm-hmm. down? She, she had perfumes before everybody. Yeah. She had jeans before everybody. Mm-hmm. She really brought it in for the mobile. She moguls. had the cricket
1: phone thing. Uh-huh. It wasn't called cricket, it was called like I don't Singular, know
0: Philando or something. You know what? They
1: had a they had a whole store right by where Barclays used to be at.
0: Downtown Brooklyn is everything. Her
1: and her and Mark Anthony used to own a cell phone company.
0: She's the one. I don't Mm. have nothing against J-Lo at all. But she brought it in for that being the standard of Mm. girls. Aaliyah was about to do that before she passed. Beyonce Mm. had to come out with all of those perfumes and shit. J Lo's, um, I think it's Angel Miami, everything. They discontinued that shit, but it was the best fragrance out. I was trying to get it for everybody in my family, but whatever.
1: People love her fragrances, and Britney had her own fragrances, too.
0: Britney had, too. Curious, I think one was called, or is that Paris Hilton?
1: Oh, Paris had fragrance. Everybody had a fragrance. It
0: was a thing. at For a time, it was a thing. But I, I, I don't... The only reason I disagree with what you said about Jay-Z is because Jay-Z don't have nobody... Jay-Z and Beyonce don't really have no friends, it's like outside what, what? of Kelly, Beyonce don't hang out with nobody but her kids. And Jay Z don't hang out with nobody but Beyonce. No, he so don't. He got people? a whole
1: bunch of friends. You don't see I'm talking
0: them. about like outside of Tata, who is probably doing all of the business stuff with him. Well, I
1: mean, all of them, when he was on Rockefeller, any deal that he got from Rockefeller, he got them through Dame. He wasn't making them deals himself. But him and
0: Dame not friends no more.
1: I know, but what I'm saying is Jay Z never made no deals before. Like, mm-hmm. Dame made all his early deals, and then by the time he snaked Dane, he had his—he already had cachet, so he was able to license his name to stuff. So, like, when he be saying, oh, I own this, I own that, he just licensing his name to stuff. Like, Trump do the same thing.
0: Bye, Trump.
1: Like, Trump just splashed his name on <laughs> random stuff, but he don't for real own it. He ain't sitting in no meetings and has, like, oh, I got this idea. And he
0: really he, like, don't they, know what he's doing at all. That's a whole nother yeah, It's a full
1: time job. Yeah. But I'm just saying, like, it's just really weird to how he will just be on Jay Z top, like, Oh, he yeah, this is me, he a mogul, da da da. But you then a rapper, but if a rapper, rap if a rapper are, try though. to do the same thing, but any other rapper try to do it and they be like, Oh, you doing the most, why he doing not support it's just weird. It's just to me, people just be funny style when it comes to their fade.
0: That's true. That's that's gonna venture us off into another topic as well, but Which is going to be the light up. (laughs) I have things to light up. I always say that, but it's always true. Uh, You brought up Rihanna. She about to come out with this new partnership with LVMH. They got a whole luxury fashion house about to brew.
1: Which is crazy.
0: Like, people really give Rihanna the world.
1: Mama. I'm not mad. This is, like, this is what happened. I was. This what happened. You got no man, but she do. But he rich, and he probably just do whatever she wants.
0: I like it that it's not really in the public eye that she is with him because I thought that they broke up at one point.
1: Oh no, they definitely the um the stands the stand Twitter they jump out at random. The Navy. Let me uh let me look at Ultimate Rihanna. <laughs> I used to be on that website all the time.
0: Remember everybody had a fan website like that, and they would make those backgrounds? Yep. That was definitely on my screensaver. Uh, (laughs) Because I used to have a, like, it was like a Forever Aaliyah one. Oh my God. They had a, a, a Tinashe Now. Oh yeah, Tinashe Now still is out and about. What do you mean? So I'm actually confused about a quick thing about Tinashe. It's not even a hot topic, but I just need clarification. She's the GOAT. That's that. the
1: clarification that you need to.
0: Yeah, so we're done with that. But, <laughs> no, people are just now finding out that she parted ways with RCA.
1: Yeah, that was weird that the news just came out. Because we talked about that on the podcast.
0: Like, last long year. Long like, literally before the new year. Yeah.
1: Like, that's... literally
0: before the new season.
1: Because they wouldn't put out, um... Nah, Shay. Might
0: describe it. Got, got, got. It is a jam.
1: Well, we're getting closer and closer to Rent. I'm very excited. They yeah. released the clip of Season of Love. Tracy Toms is shaking.
0: (laughs) I like that they have um, Valentina from Drag Race on there, too. It's going to be lit. They actually have a lot of people that I like doing it. With Mario. Mm -hmm. Let's
1: open up a restaurant in
0: Chinovay. Have you listened to Mario's new album? Well, it's not new no more, but people haven't listened to it.
1: I haven't, but it's on my list because somebody definitely was like, Mario did what he had to do. No, it's
0: cuts on there.
1: They said Mario wasn't playing with the people. Them nostrils be flared
0: and he be singing. What? Come
1: on, nostrils. The king of Baltimore. King of. Wow. It's so funny because he don't have Baltimore vibes. Hashtag to me.
0: Hashtag to anyone.
1: But he is. Great up Baltimore. I'm
0: glad that I grew up in my DC nativeness and started being friends with people from Baltimore because the rivalry is strong. Oh my god. I don't understand why it was ever like that, but like my parents don't have friends from Baltimore. Oh. It used to be a thing. Meanwhile, some of my closest like homeboys are from Baltimore now.
1: Oh. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> <I'm talking laughs> You was like, like, oh Boy, I forgot the whole little Shout group. out to Kenny, yeah. shout out to Daryl. I thought to you like, who.
0: Oh. Let's Shout out to Oprah Rose,
1: please.
0: Living. Enough. What song is that?
1: Santa Fe from Rent.
0: Oh, I'm not Broadway children. Whoa. Oh, baby. Maybe I aspire. One the day, the mic will be
1: on. Okay. Oh, I know that they sing. I'm just no, no I I'm talking about the mic will be on to me, right? <laughs> The mic will be on in my face when Rent live airs on TV. What? <laughs> Give it Normani. i cry it's always funny
0: it's always <laughs> what? funny and
1: then a little smile on her face but she's like nobody's responded back
0: also <laughs> it's way too early in 2019 for y'all to be giving her still so much
1: i still ain't never heard no normani song so but that's not
0: that much bye it's not people don't be having music out and still be famous nikki uh
3: rita Auras, rita horas <laughs>
0: Uh, I mean, I just I, am happy that never people heard have jobs.
1: But well, that mama stay on every red carpet.
0: She be looking good sometimes.
1: She did, but she got the same stylist as um Celine Dion, don't she? In the same boy. Oh law. Oh no, I, no. It's law style. No, Jason Bolden does her.
0: Oh, I like Jason Bolden too.
1: But I was like, how does she get? Is he I
0: think that he might have a new Netflix special coming out soon. Oh, cute. The people are getting to Netflix oh, money. No. And that, meanwhile,
1: Netflix not making no more money because anybody getting on no new subscription, we all using each other.
0: Well, they about to get us together for that. Who they us? said that, That's hashtag, That's y'all. That's y'all. <laughs> no, they did say something about um they like, about, about to crackin start cracking down. Me. Oh shit!
1: I haven't watched Netflix on Corey's in a while though. Too. I definitely theater. use
0: trap cries. <laughs> Mm-mm. It's a long story. The
1: people are not paying for Netflix, <laughs> and Netflix i don't know how they. And I
0: already got three people on my Hulu, so like people don't pay.
1: Oh, I need to watch a Hulu so I can watch all the different uh, Fry Festival. Five I don't.
0: Ha- oh yeah, we do need to watch that as a family. But I also don't want to log into my Hulu and see Six Hundred Pound Life as the main thing because you <laughs> didn't got my passcode. I watched Six Hundred Pound Life on TLC.com. Thank you very much.
1: Gonna oh. so have somebody else's log, <laughs> cable log in cable login. I'm not paying. <laughs> for nothing. <laughs> I'm a black person. It's old
0: to me. When people cut the cord, they find a way or make one.
1: Oh, Shout baby. out to Clark
0: Atlanta. A college. A college. Who did the college? What school did you go to? If it was Clark Atlanta,
1: did you even go to school?
0: Hello? We ask a lot of the hard-hitting questions on this podcast. Dude. Somebody was like, um, why didn't you go to Temple the other day? And I was like, why didn't you go to Clark? Fuck out of here. Even though Temple was my first it's
1: choice. No shade, but temple like it's not an hbcu it just wants to be miss temple and now it's even less of a hbcu vibe back when what's his name jesse williams went there it was real black but it ain't black
0: come on jesse williams that's when he had dreads Uh
1: uh-huh fine it wasn't annoying or maybe he was
0: i don't think that he's annoying now but you don't be liking nobody no
1: he's annoying you know i don't like um fake woke acting people.
0: It's a lot. <sighs> Wokeety woke to do, stress me and
1: out. He and he had some shirt that said, like, Bob Marley, but it was the picture of, like, Huey P. New, and it was very strange. I was like, you don't even know your black figures. No,
0: I don't think that he was being confused. There's a line that does that, like, there, and it might be, like, shady, but it was the cover of Sasha Fierce with Beyonce with the wet hair, but it said RuPaul under it. It's a real... That's a read. I think so as well. But that, it's a real clothing brand that does that. And so that's I don't a think that. I, I
1: don't support reads in that, in that
0: form. In that context. You that's don't support reads unless reed. you're dishing them out. Right, right. <laughs> shade comes from reading. <laughs> and it's
1: not Shay if it's the truth. But
0: people get mad at the truth on a regular basis. Yeah,
1: on the regular. So, see. The dream. Um, Is that
0: what you were singing? I'm
1: literally ten songs in, and they all sound smack the same.
0: No, you gotta skip through. You gotta put it on shuffle, honestly.
1: No, but you know I can't do. I gotta listen to things in order. What I my whole thing is why this feels like a harder listen than Chris Brown is. Chris Brown would change the tempo. Switch up the tempo, hey.
0: Switch up the tempo. (laughs)
1: <laughs> or it would have um or it would be a different genre of music. Like Chris Brown didn't have the same BPMs no for more than two songs at a time. Fair. So that's why it was like easier for me to clock into um
0: like to clock in to yeah. Brown.
1: Whereas Terrius, all the songs got the same give. Just like, you know.
0: Again, I'ma let you finish. I'm not done. Hashtag but Kanye. I'm- but I think that it's too many songs, yes, but I like at least half of the album. Out of 40, I like 20 of the songs. Oh, okay. Like, you just gotta get to them, because there's uh, a suite in there that I like. I like on the regular, I like Runaway Love, I like, ooh, Challenger.
1: Yeah, I was like, at first I was like, this is boring, and then it went into a whole other place, and I said, wait a minute, Yeah, Yeah,
0: I, I like a lot of it, and he's like, talking about what I like, so. Oh my god. I mean, I get into, I have a playlist full of songs like that, so, we'll be fine. If you want to listen to it, it's on Apple Music, and it's called Songs I'll Eat You Out, To."
1: All right. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> moving on. We also have the twerk video. This sound like Cody for the stage, eh? This sound like Cordy for the braids, eh? That is
0: one of my, like, new favorite singles that's out right now.
1: I want nothing about woman was up twerk but I like the video because it's literally just a whole bunch of girls having a
2: good time.
0: And I hate that people are mad about that. A lot of people on Twitter were talking about, this not going to never be better than Tip Drill. That's not the point. Like, that's literally all, not the it point. it's
1: better than Tip Drill because Tip Drill was dudes being gross. Yeah, it
0: was kind of gross. Like, as an adult, it was gross. As a child, I was like, ooh, I'm not supposed to be watching this. Yeah,
1: it's like dudes <laughs> being gross. And it the girls in Sunday was really having fun. It just seemed
0: like they was like, oh. That's I gotta, literally I gotta, every I gotta, time. I gotta get a bag. <sighs> I'm dead. And like, by bag I mean a purse,
1: because he wasn't saying a bag. Bag for money, money bag them. It I think that like,
0: the twerk video is kind of like uplifting because that's literally what girls do when they go to each other's house. Right. Like that's literally <laughs> like girls in DC used to make clapping videos just for fun and put them on the internet. Like, hey, we about to go out. It's lit. <laughs> That's like normal girl activity to me. Mm -hmm. So I was like, oh, fun.
1: That's exactly how it was. It was like girls just having a good time with each other. It looked like Black Bike Week. And you able to dance freely when there's not no dudes around being creepy.
0: Fair. It looked like Black Bike Week and Queendom all mixed together. I'm on Queendom. I don't know what
1: that
0: is. (laughs) I think it's like the girl version of Sizzle. Sweet Heat. That's what it looked like. Sweet Heat. (laughs) Shout out! Shout out to DJ Dimples. <laughs> Brian Patrick Davis used to always try to get that me to go to Sweet hard. Heat. I never went. Um, but I
1: love that video. Shout out to um, Carisha and Bel Calise.
0: Oh, who's getting a Grammy? I don't care what anyone if says. If she don't
1: get a Grammy, everybody gotta
2: die.
0: First the name. Academy, <laughs> the guy. Grammy Factory. The people who make the awards. Come on, the <laughs> The insignia company that signs the names the, on there. The,
1: the, the gold distributor <laughs> or whatever plated mess that is.
0: I don't know if it was real or not, but she literally tweeted and was like, what color should I get my car wrapped? And the Grammys replied to her and was like, gold.
1: They love her. I'm telling you, she's going to win. Please go back to our Grammy episode. Well, it's not a Grammy episode. We talked about the Grammys on a, on a episode. Please
0: clock in. I think that she deserves. I like that she was talking about the furlough recently and they made it into a whole song. Oh, yeah,
1: that was cute. <laughs> I love her. She
0: don't make mistakes to me. She's except for Offset, good but like, person. whatever.
1: I think she still broke up with him,
0: though. I do, too, but they Even probably still, she, they in the phase of, like, breakups where you still fuck. Yes, yeah, what she
1: said. And she definitely tweeted. She was like, oh, baby, five is in Paris looking bomb. <laughs> I don't like exes. <laughs> you don't. You be over it.
0: Because I feel like when Armageddon comes, the rapture is over, it's just gonna be Roaches, Styrofoam, and my oh, two exes. Like they're gonna just God. still be in.
1: still lingering and tingering. Like
0: what are y'all doing? Everybody else is gone. Tingering
1: is there. Christina. Alright. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm sorry. I have to throw it in there as much as possible.
1: Every episode. <sighs>
0: <laughs> i want to be the voice that yells that down to whoever's oh left here anyway moving on to bigger and better things <sighs> we talked about lineups too yes
1: <laughs>
0: oh, i'm about to have the time of my life is what you don't understand
1: am i festivaled out have i been to too many festivals Oh God! here man? you go i don't know i just feel like
0: I'm, if y'all haven't noticed yet, Stephanie is the contrarian one on I'm this not the show. contrarian.
1: I'm just like... I she
0: think, don't like nothing. She like think, She like less things than me, and I don't like nothing.
1: No, I think I'm just worn out. Like, you know I just get burnt out? I, just I come, mean, I get it. I think I'm just burnt out on everything. I think that we're it's overdue, so, though. Because there's so many things coming out. It's just hard to keep up with. And what then, was
0: the last festival you went to?
1: Uh
0: um Pharaoh's. Oh, Pharaoh's was everything. So Pharaoh's for anybody I heard. doesn't
1: know. Basically, for a hundred dollars, you go into the, you go to the desert, Donald Glover locks you, takes your phone away, locks you in Scary. a dome with strangers, and you just in there for who knows how long while he's just doing all these songs you never heard, he not do E. And then we later found out months later that he performed Awaken My Love in Order. At the show. But at the time, we know what was going on. And then when it was over, it went to black. It went to white. Everybody went outside. They gave you your phone back. And then you went to sleep in the tent. It was intense. It was great, though. One of the best experiences of my life. Which is kind of why I'm I'm weird about um, Broccoli Fest. Yeah, I was about because, to say, he's headlining Broccoli. Yeah, after seeing him and that being there in kind tears. of venue, it's hard. Like, I've been to... I've been to three or four gambino shows and that pharaoh's made all them other ones look like nothing well you know that
0: they they go all out when they do it themselves
1: yeah i know that's what i'm saying you know how like you hear a song live you can't listen to it recorded again
0: yeah single ladies Uh (laughs) i hate it the studio version of single ladies can burn
1: you can choke (laughs) you can have a coke um, but that's how I kind of feel about Gambino. I'm just like, uh, like it's not gonna be the same, but I think my, my main reason I'm burnt out by festival lineups is they, their lineups haven't changed that much since like 2013. It's been the same people on the thing. And I want to see more, like, I want to see new people. Mm-hmm. I think that's why I feel burnt out. Cause I'm like, I went to too many festivals back to back to back two and three in one year. It's like that means
0: you really need to see the internet five times. I so every time in one year, <laughs> every time the internet comes to DC, which is like bi-weekly, as right? They, they come every time that this show it. come out. <laughs> it's given bi-weekly, like the podcast. To be fair, but every time that they come, somebody is on my text like, "Oh my god, you want to go see the internet?" And I'm just like, I literally seen them 17 times. Like literally, <laughs> I usually exaggerate about numbers, but I seen <laughs> Sid and the boys singing and dancing with guitars and pianos and drums. At every concert since the beginning of concerts. See? I'm good until... Like a new album. Until they all come out with their own solos again. Then I'll go see everything live.
1: Apparently that's what they're doing this year. And of course my dumb stuff. Went I'm like I'm so burnt out by the internet. I'm going to see Matt Martians by himself. Of course on, you on are. Because Matt Martians is my favorite member of the internet.
0: I want to go. But I also want to see... I want Sid's new whatever to be stronger than the last. Same. Because it was mid... But, uh, I'll go. I'll go. I will go. I'll stop telling everybody I've seen them too many times. And, and then just go. Right. But.
1: But it's just like, how many times can I see the internet, Free Nationals, Thundercat? Like, you know.
0: When we went to fucking many, South by Free Nationals and um, Anderson Park we're at every stage. At
1: every single stage. I've seen him enough
0: times in one concert to last a lifetime.
1: How does Florence and the Machine headline every single music festival every single interested. year since 2013? How? Is Don't, Mama putting an album out every year? How is that happening? The
0: last thing I heard about Florence was the song that she has with Gaga.
1: Somehow Mama is headlining, I think, Governor's Ball this year.
0: That makes sense, though.
1: Or is she, but do it, because she headlined it like two times already. Oh. Like, i never
0: been to Governor's Ball. The
1: year it got rained out, which was twenty. That was think, Kanye's 13, year.
0: Mm, it's Florence.
1: It was Florence, Erica. Who else? Erica. Erica before, headlines a festival. It was a year before Kanye. It was a year after Kanye. did. it got flooded out the first day and uh, Florence. Couldn't that perform. made me think about Irwin. Hey Irwin. <laughs> um. Yeah, that day was crazy because I still went because I was like, I'm seeing local natives. I do not care.
0: I want to see Moonchild.
1: That, that would be fire to see them at a festival. I Why see they Moon not Child. on the festival lineup? I feel like
0: they should be on Broccoli. Broccoli's lineup is fire to and me.
1: And Karuga Chonkaban and Rick you say their name. I don't know how to say their names. Karunkaban. Who on the cast know how to say their
0: name? Tristan probably know. Do. But, like, (laughs) I would love to
1: see them on festival lineups. I want to see them, too. I want to see Ari on festival lineups. Like, I just want to see different than what we've been seeing, because we've really been seeing the same. I'm actually
0: upset about Ari not being on Broccoli. So, Childish Gambino is is headlining. Well, Broccoli Fest is known for doing, like, a double headliner. They always have a turn-up and then a soul type situation. Mm -hmm. So, like, the first year that I went, they had Future and Janae, and Then, now I go every year because I'm thirsty. So then they had, uh, who was last year? I feel like it was Migos and Miguel. Oh, right. And mm-hmm. then, this year, it's Lil Wayne and Childish Gambino. Oh, one that year that Andre went with me and Fatima, it was Solange and Ray Shrummer. That year was everything. Oh. But... Tiana Taylor gonna be there. She's bomb live. Yeah. I want to see Black because he's a rock star. He's everything live. I know you don't care, but he's my favorite. Um, never. Do sing... you
1: consider him a singer or a rapper?
0: Um, that's a really tough question. Simply because he's not a singer.
1: Right. That's why I think that's why I be so confused. I'm like,
0: he's he, not a singer.
1: It's like he like a Drake rapper. Like you know what I mean? Like how, yeah, he's like, not like a singer. old. Like he like old Drake. He like so far gone Drake. Yeah.
0: But so far, Gondrake even sang more than, than Black. True. Yeah. I'm
1: just asking because people be calling him an R&B singer.
0: People okay. loop everything in because subgenres have confused them.
2: Oh.
1: Okay.
0: That's literally what it is. Because if you go to Spotify, he's in R&B mm-hmm. subgenre like playlist, even though he's a rapper. Yeah,
1: him and Tiller and Tory Lanez being R&B and I'll be like, they like rappers.
0: See, but Bryson Tiller sings more. I would consider Bryson... It's very strange. It's a thin line between love and hate. Uh, That's literally what it is saying.
1: Between
2: love and hate.
0: Ooh. But DC also has like, and this might not even just be DC, brunch culture has brought on a wave of Afro beats and soca music that was never prevalent before. Oh,
1: puppies definitely think they're Nigerian now. No, every, seriously. Every Buppy think they Nigerian. And
0: because of that, I'm here for the WizKid entry into Wiz Broccoli Kid Fest. WizKid is so cute. Oh, God. Soulja
1: Boy used to look like him. When so, Soulja boy was a little boy. He used to look like WizKid. But WizKid is another level of fine. You know how I feel like Africans have another level of fine.
0: Yeah. It's like they so were born WizKid under the right amount of sun. Yeah
1: handcrafted it's
0: wintertime. i feel like casper i'm envious i'm like lime green jello honestly because where's my tan oh
1: come on envious <laughs> um no whiskey's gonna go off that's the one thing that did definitely perked my ears up i said uh,
0: ain't no day party in dc without soca or Afrobeats. beats whiskey gonna have the crowd jumping at fedex with. Field.
1: Well, also, D.C. is full of Nigerians.
0: And Ethiopians. So they and they yeah.
1: going to smack, doing the Guava Guava <laughs> and the Shaku Shaku. The Guava
0: Guava is the Stephanie favorite dance.
1: <laughs> Rihanna just going I was about oh. to say, ever
0: since, ever since Rihanna did that shit, you've been talking about the Guava Guava. <laughs> no, people going to be but bucking now, the, for the wall. But
1: now the new thing is the Shaku Shaku. They played it at the function tonight. And I was like, what is that dance? Is that the dance? I think so. Who
0: who knows how to do the Shaku? People on the cast can dance. I that's know not they like can. Saying,
1: if you're a friend of,
0: that's a ghetto. People make I mean, everything Shaku. See? Shaku, can you come in the house real quick? I need to get something um. See? Ugh.
1: That's a, that's a real name. Somebody name is Shaku.
0: That's how parents call people, though, because my mom can't say my name normally. She don't say Michael. She be like, my girl. Oh,
1: hey me. My girl. <laughs>
0: that is so annoying. I hate when my parents call my name. It always sounds like I'm in trouble. I'm 50. But you,
1: How don't am I in trouble? Don't want to talk
0: to oh, yeah, I don't want to talk to anybody. <laughs> I be over it okay. as a side hustle. You be done with your
1: family?
0: I do, because there are a lot. Black, like, I have a big family on both sides, and black people just wear me out. <laughs> like, with with how a vengeance.
1: You, how do you feel about blacks, Isabel?
0: <laughs> what do you Isabel think? Isabel is a white woman.
1: Yes, she is. Living in a house of blacks.
0: City girls gonna be at Broccoli City. You coming.
1: Not a Jatavia Johnson, I don't And Mama is still locked up. I, I honestly don't want to see
0: Carisha walk out there with that stank walk. <laughs> that walk is so derogatory. <laughs> when she got that G-Wagon, she walked to that car like her butt stank. I actually love it, but at the same time, don't do it again. Wait,
1: there's... <laughs> You're falling out. I'm dead
0: ass serious. That walk is nasty. No,
1: because... Carisha, I mean, JT has a line about Carisha's walk in, they, in one of they For songs. For real? Yes. You know
0: I still didn't listen to period. Hold on. Stephanie oh. actually going to fight me. Stephanie and her legion of doom, <laughs> people who follow the cast Twitter, are going to jump me as soon as they see me on site because I haven't listened to period yet. Just saying. No,
1: not period. Girl code.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah. I listened to period. I didn't listen to girl code. Okay,
1: so this is what JT say in the song. Damn, thank God. I, wait, she say, Thank God I ain't Debbie Rama. A bitch like the party made that nigga wear kind of my best bitch about the piss baby daddy off in the club, bow legged with a steak. Well, that
0: walk is nasty. <laughs> and she got her together. That was actually a read. They probably be joning on each other like shit.
1: Oh, this whole song is funny. Teresa <laughs> be like, <lying>. You know, <laughs> <laughs> The whole song is about JT trying to get Karisha to go out to the club.
0: But I actually like that song. And I did. Was like, hear oh my
1: that god, one. I got my son, I can't go out. And then she was like, Girl, you gonna get my ass beat up. And JT be like, Child, please, you know he ain't gonna do shit, but talk like he always do, bitch.
0: This is not okay. <laughs> this is the song where they be like, It's Friday night, where we at, where we going, yeah, or something like that.
1: Your food, baby with the grandma bitch i'm good that's we a ghetto all night, where we go, what we doing. if you got friends with kids
0: that song resonates Woo, chile because be hard to get kadeedra to come out i'm done with kids i'm the oldest i am tired <laughs> i'm tired i just want a dog give me an english bulldog and like y'all can have the kids my nephew is my son my it's son is my king <laughs> I am a Nissan ultimate oh, driver say, at this point <laughs> you gotta cut your
1: hair so I
0: need a bigger cut I'm, we don't have to talk about this because I did I'm not going to talk about the haircuts that I've originated for the people but oh my god, a trailblazer from a curly perspective okay <laughs> alright cause that little haircut that all of these little fuck boys got right oh now I had in 2009 long on the top faded on the sides and in the back it's oh. fine I'm gonna put pictures on the cast Twitter.
1: Isabel, do you hear this?
0: Should we talk about Coachella? Cause you be over it.
1: Oh, I'm just, I'm just blown away how expensive it is now. <laughs> Them girls told me that thing General Mission was six hundred dollars. I almost called the police.
0: <laughs> that they are the Fire Festival. No, I, we've got to watch that Fire Festival documentary as a family.
1: We paid like two thirty.
0: You keep saying that. I've never known about that. It's always been six something before the list, the like before the lineup comes out, it's already six something just to be in the presence. And then after that, it goes up. I told you when my homegirl was trying to recruit people to go, she was saying for VIP, it was a stack. And that's not even including a place to stay, transportation to the middle of nowhere. The
1: flight out there from right. the East Coast.
0: Because, you know, from fucking D.C. to California regular like LA LAX it's already close to four round trip so you gotta get
1: a rental exactly then you gotta drive the rental with the gas like an hour away I'm
0: trying to buy a house then you I don't have like it's just not (laughs) my program would kick me out
1: well you know how you said that girls be like well ever since I had my son every your answer everything so I'm trying to buy a house it is when
0: my friends want me to do (laughs) stuff I just be like no I can't I'm sorry I'm gonna stay in the house I'm trying to
1: buy a house it's cool. But that's crazy. It's super Coachella cool. Coachella is expensive. It's
0: been like that. You just don't be wanting to go. Like, it's been...
1: No, what I'm saying is, but since the last time I've been, it was... This champagne
0: about to be gone. Sorry.
1: <laughs> um, But no, what I'm just saying is the last time I was there, I didn't, re- like, I didn't realize that the price had gone up so much. You're
0: I also like a festival purist, though. So you went when it was... New,
1: but I still just wouldn't think that they would accelerate the increase so fast. They also
0: started to have like really big ticket artists. Beyonce headlined last year. Like it's not the same no more. Ariana Grande is gonna be there this year. City Girls is gonna be there this year. Like it's a completely different festival. I still I've never been to Coachella, so it's still on my docket to go. But Mm -hmm. I honestly am going to have to be one of those people who gets a ticket. Watch out world, I'm flown out. I'm flown. I need to give that. I do.
1: Cause that's
0: it needs to be some type of sponsorship. Like I'm I need to talk to Scotty Beam or somebody to figure out how they be getting these little like whatever they be getting because Ying, yin, she's yin, yin hosting
2: the Look,
0: yin, yin, yin around ninety seven, <laughs> like whatever the fuck it is, because she's hosting Broccoli Fest for the second year in a row. I'm trying to host some stuff. A press pass is hard to get without a K behind your follower count. Like a lot is happening we don't have to talk about it so
1: crazy but yeah i don't know it's just like to me it's just so like festival culture is so crazy because it's so many festivals now
0: it's Um, actually too many i could use a not as many what would be like
1: but you know they got all kind of like the voodoo festival the, the so out of
0: out of the popular festivals which ones can we keep
1: I think all of them can stay. I just feel like they need to not have the same lineups. Because I was trying to explain to some dude, because he was like, oh, I need to go to Coachella. And I was like, bruh.
0: They're going to be at the, yeah.
1: They, all them artists you want to see, going to be at Governor's Ball.
0: That's true. That is They're true. Just off. And he's but like, that's, that's
1: not true. And then I was like, then it came out.
0: No, every year, like.
1: Panorama, same thing.
0: It's the, even Lollapalooza now. Like, yep. all of them have the same people. It's like a wave of festival season people. mm mm-hmm. was at D, everything man? last year. <laughs> Yeah, festivals
1: cut a check for no reason. Well, when festivals take your check, take for no reason. your
0: check. You really got to dip into your savings to go I'm to Coachella. Blow a
1: bag.
0: I mean, unless I need a scammer friend because <laughs> I would evil use somebody else's CVC to get to Coachella. I mean, I feel like I'm friends with enough scammers on you Twitter and Instagram. Love. I mean,
1: you did live in Atlanta.
0: Easy. All you got to do is step foot in Atlanta. You're friends with a scammer. As soon as you get off the plane. Your flight attendant is probably one. Oh my god! And there's no shade. And it's no shade. Where's Andre? <laughs> and it's,
2: it's so
0: no, seriously, I need a couple scammer friends. One for garments. One for <laughs> uh <laughs> Because I need the entire Dior collection. Meet, Who's paying for that?
1: Meet you a flight attendant. that will get you a little flight.
0: Mm-hmm. And but. We could take a break because we got interviews to, to include. Like, I got to talk to my father. <laughs> okay. <sighs> we'll be right back. Word on the street is you gave me his walking papers and. Well, I want to be the man that my daddy raised me to be. My mama
2: taught me to be. See, That's baby. Who loves you more. Who loves you more. Huh? You make it, they make girl, up. me, that's right, that's me. When see, who loves you gon' see, wake up and see who loves you more oh, they they who you better my knee When, when you gon' see, wake up and see Lady, lady, lady My darling, darling, baby I wanna restore your hope about the past this thing's gonna last
0: so we're back and my girl got some shit to say <laughs> apparently her favorite put out a bad album and she's a little bit beside herself so before i start talking about anything that i want to talk about i'm gonna just give her the entire floor so, Tell us how you really feel.
1: You know, 2018 was a very rough year for me because all of my faves put out mid-albums. Uh-oh. And it's very devastating that this trend is obviously continuing into 2019 because <laughs> Toroi just put out what will easily go down in history as the worst album of
0: 2019. Shit, it just started.
1: It's so bad. Words can't even express. I've gotten so many text messages of people just being alarmed, upset, affronted, accosted, mused, and not abused.
0: Hey, shout out I to mean, me.
1: I mean, not amused, definitely abused oh. by the horridness of this project. And I should have known he was on some mess with the first single. The first single, I was just like... Uh, I get it, but it's not what we looking for. You know
0: I didn't listen to it Is it too experimental?
1: No. Okay, so the beginning, the first song on the album is a good, like, t- classic Toro. Like, old Toro type vibe. Cool. But then, the other songs, they sound like old Toro from, like, the sound of them. But lyrically, he's not saying nothing. He's literally, in one song, is like, Oh, I hate JFK, and it's like what? What? Told the airline. I mean the the, the airport. The airport. I mean, I hate it too. Right, but it's just like what?
0: Does Toro live in New York? No. So that's irrelevant. He live in the
1: Bay, but he come here all the time for like work stuff.
0: Interesting. So
1: he was talking about that. So to like record, not record, to do like shoots and stuff like that. He's always here.
0: Shout out to Stokes.
1: So hey, oh yeah, our friend style by Stokes Corey Stokes did him for high snap but anyway co-host to rb trivia and then he has trap songs on here and he's doing the auto-tune but it's like heavy heavy heavy
0: worse than auto-tune marie kind of people hated A. Marie for using so much auto-tune i loved it
1: is he is bad oh and he has this one song with all Auburn by herself which i was like great i needed a break from this That's mess. cute that he's working with her. Yeah, but it just wasn't sequenced well. Like, the song's just not good. Like, literally, multi, multiple people have texted me. Text has said everything from, this feel like this is his last contract, the album. We just wanted to get out of his contract.
0: Shout out to Endless. Listen,
1: other people were saying it feel like he's just bored, but felt he had he to give, give something. He me... doesn't the album just was really bad, and what makes this all the worst was, first of all, I heard some of the new songs at the tour, the fall tour, mm-hmm. that he was just touring. You was going off at that tour. Oh, the show was everything, and he looked better than everybody, that he looked better than he's ever looked. At his
0: Best story. nose out.
1: Best one. And that blonde is everything Let's his it. So, <laughs> I was excited about the tour, even though the songs, I was kind of like iffy. Excuse me, I was iffy about some of the new songs. I was like, well, you know, I can... You know, when you hear a song live for the first time, you still need to process it, record it. Yeah, because you know? like
0: if it's brand new to you and it's live, you need to hear what it's gonna sound like if the radio played it. Right. And it's not always the same.
1: And I need to know what she's saying because I'm a lyric children. Yeah. And so, anyway. Stephanie
0: be knowing the words to songs after three listens. Two.
1: So um, I was so excited by the show that at the end of the, of the tour, I mean, at the end of the concert night, oh. He was like,
0: um, "Isabel, about the fuck you up. <laughs> was.
1: He was like, Oh, I'm going on tour for the new album. He's like, Oh, I'm going on tour for the new album. And then I went online to look at the dates, and the very first date was in Austin.
0: Your favorite place. So
1: I was like, Oh, I had so many friends in Austin. This will be a cute little Austin trip. Mm-hmm. I was in Austin last February. So, you know, another little February Tradition, trip. Tradition, annual. And I found a flight for sixty-eight dollars.
0: I don't understand how people do that. I don't have good travel luck. I mean,
1: I'm on a mailing list when you do the ninety percent off sale. You go buy something.
0: Oh, what airline?
1: Frontier.
0: Oh yeah, that's why I don't have good travel luck because I'm not riding them. <laughs> the fuck.
1: Uh, <laughs> I'll fly anybody. The worst
0: flight I, I ever told experienced. I went to
1: Honduras for ninety dollars on, on Spirit. So
0: I mean, fair, but I don't appreciate Spirit and Frontiers rule of you literally pay for every single thing
1: oh where's my little tote bag that little tote bag that was sitting over there that's what i'm packing
0: yeah but you also pack better than me like i need options i got shoes right it's a set like i need to do better in life I'm just saying that that's why I can fly them because I don't be having like stuff. I flew and I dress from from like DC, a whore, so oh, and it's hot in Austin um,
1: all the time. Oh, it's gonna be cold while I'm there, and I'm pissed about that. Too. Oh, so you can't wear so nothing. The album gonna be bad, and the venue is outside, and, and the low is thirty.
0: Sound like I'm not going.
1: <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> so I really was thinking about not even going because it was sixty eight dollars. I was like, what's sixty eight dollars?
0: Yeah, you can miss that,
1: but you know, but you
0: can also go and have a good story to tell.
1: I also am like going to make it more about seeing my friends instead of this stupid, horrible album.
0: Honestly, I should go with you because my mentor lives in Austin and I do not go. Well, she's
1: going Friday.
0: Oh, but I can't do that. I got to go to work.
1: Right. (laughs) (laughs) You be so scared of your job. I was like, here you go. Yeah, I can't do it. I'm a
0: paranoid black man when it comes to employment. I need the check. It's a lot with you. (laughs)
1: But anyway, and then Mobes got me free tickets. To go to the concert. Oh, cute. I'm like, at least I'm not paying to hear it.
0: We love Friends of the Show. Mo, come on the
1: cast. Oh, it's so terrible, y'all. I'm going to
0: give it a deep dive. And let me
1: tell you, in and this is how me and my homegirl talk about it. Men that spend time on Twitter lie as a full-time job.
0: Oh, that makes perfect sense. Because
1: they were like, oh, this album is so lit, it's so fucked.
0: <laughs> I wish I could see her face right now. You are a liar.
1: Just, like, y'all have to be honest. I cannot believe that
0: you're going your off on of him like this. You love Toro.
1: My thing is just that people are not honest with their face. Like... And that's why I love and respect the Rihanna Navy. They cuss Rihanna out every single day. And
0: that is They got reminders set so that they know what time to get on her nerves.
1: Okay. <laughs> and that is what every real fan does. You keep your faith in so funny
2: Because it's so true. You keep
1: your faith in line. You Rihanna do not... don't get
0: a break. The Navy has they ship on her neck. <laughs> like <laughs> until we get new music, the people will not rest.
1: But even if they, she we, she wear a wig, the Navy don't like. If she wear an outfit, they like. The Navy is gonna be like, bitch, you look a mess, <laughs> bitch, you look fat, and they literally write just like that. They like, bitch, you look a mess. I'm
0: sure she love her fans though because keep her honest.
1: Because we keep her honest, yeah. and that's what, and that's the thing. Like, you know how with your friends, like you don't let your friends walk around being a mess. Like oh. you don't really care about your friends. You get your friends together. And I she go off be the same on everyone way with your fans, like, with your faves. like. You should not be accepting any old thing your faves gives you if it's not quality. Like, you need to push back on your faves and be like, fave, <laughs> this is terrible. Not
0: fave. Listen, you know better fave.
1: Listen, if this free access pass that Mobes got us, Also includes going backstage. I'm going to be like, sweetie.
0: (laughs) Now, Chaz. Let's (laughs)
1: let's talk, kitten.
0: Kitten. Enough. I love when people call people kitten, beloved, destiny. Uh, What? (laughs) You never heard nobody call somebody destiny? No. that's
1: the same day.
0: No, it's a thing. DC is a weird place. Um... (laughs) I don't know if that's a DC thing.
1: Well, saying all that to say, um, he's just continuing the trend of my face putting out just okay albums. Like, I'm contemplated um, going to the NAO concert in a few weeks, and I was just like, you know what? That album was a, was just okay.
0: No, I I want to go to that, so we should go. <sighs> we like enough songs on it.
1: I'm just saying that hopefully she does a I just don't, okay.
0: I've never seen her live, so I kind of owe it to myself to go.
1: Yeah, you do. Because she's bomb live. She was at Broccoli
0: one year, and I couldn't go to her stage because Um, it was, I was.
1: It's a lot. Yeah. She's (laughs) bomb live. (laughs) I went to the last tour, and I went by myself, and I had a time in the Lord.
0: When she, oh my God, come on church. It
1: was a time, but and the thing is she sang the whole, she sang her whole discography. Really? Oh. Even like Apple Cherry I was them.
0: just about to say that she do Apple Cherry. hmm Huh. Yeah. I need to see her live.
1: But I do wanna hear um he released me in the orbit live.
0: Orbit is a cut. Those lyrics change my life. Um I do
1: wanna hear um, Was it Saturn?
0: Saturn with my, um Quabs.
1: I wanna hear that live. She need to drag Quabs out and Quabs need to drag himself into my house and sing to oh me my all God. day. <laughs>
0: I be feeling like that about a lot of people. I really want Asian to just sit in my room and sing me "Like You" and "Faded" and "Role Play" and "Curiosity." I mean, wait, "Curiosity." Don't nail got
1: a song called "Curiosity." Mm-hmm. You love songs with the same
0: names, do? But I also hate that artists do that. If you know that a song is called something by somebody else, just change it.
3: Come your on, song your title don't
0: have to be in the in the like lyrics at all. It could literally be called "Dragon Food," and the shit is talking about sex. Like it could be anything, <sighs> but people don't be listening to me, so whatever. Oh my god, you're going. You done going off about Toro? Yeah. Because I feel yeah. like we both about to go off about this. I want to talk about. I'm gonna say briefly, but watch me go off. Right, cause you do nothing briefly. Yeah, it's fine. Ariana Grande has been releasing... Little singles here and there, even though she just came out with fucking Sweetener at the like very end and it's of the Carrie. year. <laughs> if I see Carrie that, is if I mad. See her name,
1: justice Sweetener.
0: <laughs> I'm getting his couch Carrie I- is mad. Carrie also need to sit on this couch and talk to us on this damn show. But Ariana Grande didn't release about three singles because she did. Thank you. Next, she did Imagine, and now Seven Rings came out. And the Twitter sphere is in an uproar about her stealing from Princess Nokia. And Princess Nokia even hopped up, even though she should have just sat down and ate her food. Uh. But she hopped up on Twitter and posted a video listening to Seven Rings. And apparently the chorus sounds a lot like her song, Mine. But Twitter, because. San Diego is what Twitter is. Everybody he did says. their due diligence very quickly and got the FBI on the case. And apparently, not only did Princess Nokia not come out with that cadence and those lyrics first, but also she stole a single from Kali Uchis because her song Orange Blossom is the same song as Honey Baby by Kali Uchis. And I just want people to stop being big and bold and bad when they don't really have... The space to do it like there's There's a way to go about things. And I just don't think that she should have done that. I like Princess Nokia and I think that she's a talented girl. But one, when it comes to music, nothing is new. Like nothing under the sun is new. You are not that different. You did not create this wave. Damn. If anything, 2 chains riding around and getting it is the same cadence that Ariana Grande is using. Because he was talking about, it's mine. I I spent it. it. And she said, it's mine. I bought it. It's the the same shit.
1: Oh, wait. Is he getting a check for that?
0: I don't think that he made that up either, though. If you, any person that comes out with, and I I said I wasn't going to be yelling on this damn episode. Let me calm down. (sighs) Ah. Anybody who puts out a trap, anything, it's derivative.
1: No, but I'm saying the whole it's mine, I spend it. And it's mine, I bought it. Are so close. I feel like if it was the Marvin Gaye family, they would have got money off the that.
0: The Marvin Gaye estate don't play no cut cards they, when it <laughs> comes to nothing. They are second to the Aaliyah family. Like they really be trying to get everybody that touches that name together. It's not a game. Like seriously, Marvin Gaye, God rest his soul, DC legend. The family is has gotten his back. Like, Nona
1: Gay don't play. Oh, at all. Mama lives for some litigation. <laughs> (laughs)
0: she'd be ready to go it's giving who the fuck want war
1: Listen. she
0: wrote those lyrics
1: cause mama literally would say oh so you said it's mine I spend it I said it's mine I spend it you said it's mine I bought it oh well Bob beat his his lawyer and his Uh, lawsuit fees. I just hate that
0: anytime anybody does something that is popular and that has been popularized by black people no matter what their track record is the internet goes off on them like Princess Nokia hopped on the bandwagon of thievery, Ugh. and she got got together because she's also a proponent of that same thievery. That's one. And
1: then everybody was going off and was like, "Girl, you're not even black. Stop saying you Afro Latina."
0: See, I don't know what she is. Her real her real name is Destiny.
1: <laughs> and also, I don't understand where the lines stop, starts, and stops with. Uh, the Afro Latina thing because okay, there are definitely some white Spanish people like yeah, Cali is a white Spanish girl,
0: right? Her ass fat though. I just wanted to say that. I, as think, ass I think the body has been sn- you think that and the, really because when
1: she first came out and she was on her whole 50s thing, mm-hmm. her body did not look like I don't that.
0: remember looking at her before the butt. Oh,
1: yeah, when she like a few years ago when she was on her whole 50s, poor La Vida era. The body was not giving all that. But anyway...
0: It looked good. I love good no, work. No, it
1: looked good, but I'm just saying, it wasn't given that.
0: So, okay, with that being said, mm-hmm. I also think that, and I've been a witness to this, girls' bodies change when they start fucking. No? Maybe not to the point where she got a whole new ass, but... <laughs>
1: that because most girls start having sex in their teens and your body is going to change, it's gonna anyway, change anyway
2: because
1: you're a teenager. And Well, also, didn't nobody
0: tell y'all to be fast as fuck? I'm just saying...
1: That's y'all. That's it. <laughs> and also, too, like, um, she has a black girl body. And, she do. And Colombian girls
0: don't, don't give that. out like that. What? So, Shakira... I don't, I don't really know if her girl, her, her Sha- body is a black girl body.
1: Shakira's a white Spanish person. Yes. But, but that's why I'm like, well, where does the line start and stop? Because J-Lo mom, hair is nappy. Miss Linda, hair yeah, is nappy. It food. is. And so, but people would never call J-Lo an Afro-Latina. So what's where does the line start and stop? So because this is
0: also Ms. where Miss Linda
1: look like Lisa Thomas Lori on the news in Philly. I really
0: need you to stop playing with me.
1: I'm about to show you.
0: I really you think that this line. Like, right? I know Miss Linda Let me look show you like Lisa Thomas The fact that we call her Miss Linda basically means we're a J Lo family. <laughs> but back, like c- circling back, because everything that you said makes sense along the lines of Ariana as well. Because people do that same distinction. People pick and choose who they want to allow black shit. Too, and I don't think that that's fair simply because people gave Iggy a whole bunch of grief for. Oh, that's the same lady. That is that lady. That is Miss Linda. Her hair looked good. And she all black. She also looked like. She looked like the Spanish Kathy Hughes. She do look at her.
1: She do like Kathy
0: Hughes, but she all black, a regular black lady. But so
1: looks smack like Miss Linda.
0: I don't want to say nothing like politically incorrect. But there are lines where people of color mesh. Yes. And I do think that artists that fall in those lines get the benefit of being marketed to both, of si- both sides of the lines. Like Chanel. Like Chanel. No, I love I seeing saying, both sides uh, like Chanel. <laughs> I got
1: it. I got you. But. <laughs> I just make sure we don't want to
0: pour
1: it.
0: Even though. Usually we are. Even though. Unless it's like. Whatever. Even though that is something that I know for a fact is happening to Ariana Grande, she has not presented herself as a problematic specimen to make me feel like, oh, she's trying to be black now or anything like that. Because there's always been a urban skew to the popular songs that she came out with. Mm. Even if her album was
1: Nicki Minaj is on every single song. Right.
0: Like even if her album gave a strictly pop set. It was still, like, they they kind of played her first two albums like they did Mariah Carey. It was always, like, a, a honey sound. Like, it mm-hmm. always was a, you could easily throw Diddy in the background and it'd be fine. Like, she got songs with Childish Gambino when he was given like, oh. yeah, like, it's it's normal to me. So, yes, this is a very distinct departure, but also trap has crossed over to the point where white people listen to that more than black people do.
1: I mean, they <clears> got <throat> Asian trap, they got... Martinique and Trap. Those K-pop niggas. And they had Trap music. I was like, y'all are singing Trap in French?
0: There's a whole version of Nike's or one of the songs on Frank Ocean's last album, Blonde, where there's like a K-pop guy rapping after he's finished. And it's like, this is... Y'all are letting them in. So if this is going to be something that we license out to other people, you can't pick and choose just because someone is way more popular than someone else that they're doing it wrong. Ariana Grande seems like a very down-to-earth, normal young girl. She's not doing nothing wrong. She only fuck black niggas or black skewed niggas, which some people have an issue with. But, like, either she's going to be part of the culture or she's not. Ariana Grande is an Italian young lady. Yes, there is white Italian and, I guess, black Italian, too. But I just don't see this song being... She's
1: definitely white Italian.
0: She's definitely white Italian. But I also and don't definitely see.
1: She tans her skin way darker than she actually is. But so
0: do everybody from the Jersey Shore, and they have Italian roots too. She's not doing anything no, no, outside you, of her you're, character to you.
1: You're going off. No, that's, I'm just saying. No, but because we mean, not saying the same thing. What I'm saying is that she tans herself to oblivion, and she'd be wearing that bronzer, and I'd be like, girl. But it's do you a think lie. that's
0: in an effort to make herself look black? Or do you think no, that that's literally think, something that her no, people do? I don't
1: think she want to look black. I think that the everybody wants to look like the Kardashians and have the same aesthetic as far as give as the Kardashians, and so I think people are aspiring to the Kardashian give.
0: Kardashian.
1: Yes, people are aspiring to Kardashian. Not black girls. Shout
0: out to the reed. Because
1: I grew up, I grew up with hood Italian girls, and they tan they to death, but they not going to wear no Kanekalon wee ponytail.
0: Their hair is not Kanekalon.
1: No, I saw a picture on Instagram, and it was Kanekalon. They
0: made that. That is a Photoshop picture. They made her look like that. That is not it real. It don't matter.
1: I will never listen to Ariana Grande songs. I don't care. But You don't. I, I don't. So, But all I'm just saying is that I don't think that she's trying to be black like everybody's saying, but I do think she's aspiring to Kardashians which means diet black. Because they they have... like You know how all, all the subbies look like them now? Like, mm-hmm. Lauren, what's her name? Scotty Pippen wife. Like, everybody all looks like them. But the
0: thing is, since that is the and case... all the
1: girls, do they make up to look like them? Like, that's
0: an entire genre of girls. now so I don't think that her tapping into that genre of girl makes her a cultural appropriator and I especially you don't thank you and I especially don't think that a girl who has had nine different lives over the past five years is eligible to critique her on tapping in and out of any type of culture either because Princess Nokia has been three or four different artists which I learned over the past couple of days since the inception of her artistry. And I like her music. I don't have an issue with her sound. I think that she's talented. I think that she can rap her woke videos. that get all the clicks and the clacks kind of get on my nerves. Cause I just don't know what she'd be talking about. But if you came from being wavy spice to princess Nokia, like you literally were two different people. That's like, you remember how you was and telling me
1: for a minute, she was going by her real name too. Destiny.
0: Yeah. And she has, like, a super, like, heavy Hispanic last name.
1: It's like Faruki, fakir whatever. Don't do that.
0: But I just feel like you ever be on somebody's Instagram page doing research and reconnaissance and then you find out that they, like, went from being a buppy to a Rastafarian? That's annoying. I hate that. That's really annoying. Like, you literally live two completely whole different lives. That's not growth. That's lying. I hate That's that. fraudulent. Like, who are you for real? I feel like that about Princess Nokia. Same. So I don't agree with her being so accusatory when it comes to Ariana Grande. And I like the fact that the internet got her together because she literally stole the exact same melody and production as that Cali Uchi song, and it was like, girl, bye. The gotten
1: together
2: award
1: goes to.
0: Ooh, I love superlatives. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> I just had to get that off my chest Like I knew you wanted to talk about Toro But I am a fan of Ari And I don't think that she's doing anything wrong And I just want people to let people live A lot of the stuff that we see Y'all going off about Is unnecessary It's like y'all want to be mad for no reason do. And it's just Upsetting me and my homegirl <gasps> Because Why? It's enough other stuff out for you to just not even pay attention to it. When I don't like stuff, I don't look at it. Right. It's that easy.
1: That's what Monica said. She said, get off
0: my (laughs) page. When Carrie called her Glockica. (laughs) And she retweeted it or like put it on her Her Instagram or something. (laughs) Glockica is funny as fuck. I hope that... Draco
1: Denise is still my favorite. Draco
0: Denise is the best one. (laughs) But her new single is not good to me. It's not part of the light up, but I just don't really need it. I know Mark Madden love it, but I don't see the growth... You don't
1: like auntie music.
0: I'm not going to say that I don't like auntie music, but I think that it's a time and a place. And I don't think that Monica has grown out of auntie music. It's like she just fell into auntie music and then never left.
1: She's making auntie music since she first came out. Don't take a person who was an auntie song. She even had the auntie cut and the auntie slides. Monica's an auntie. <laughs> That's
0: why I love her. The gradual, like, realization you just had of her auntiness like, really what? wore me to pieces.
1: Why I Love You So Much is such an auntie song. Why I Love
0: You So Much, the best song on Miss thing. What's that song?
1: What's that song? Before
0: You Walk Out My Life.
1: No, I'm talking about on the on the cold red. Um, All Men Cheat. I'm in my, hey. If I'm in life, tell me what the
0: niggas do. The only song I like on Co Red is Deep.
1: You don't like um, nope. Just Right for Me. It's baby, 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 Babe. Yo, he shared the hood. Well, Philly.
0: A lot. Just that right for me. On the radio
1: all the time. Just
0: right for me was a cut. Shout out to Jazzy, friend of the show. Because the songwriting was on. I do like that song. It didn't need Lil Wayne. You're still modulating.
1: She was going off. I like
0: Monica. I just don't think that she has grown and I want to see growth. I hate when the Brandy and Monica conversation comes up because Monica been able to sing since the beginning of time. But if you don't grow in your artistry, it's no point in you being able to sing. I get it. I think that her most palatable bops that don't skew auntie, like you see me thinking while I'm talking. It's like. The, far
1: between. Cause so gone is an auntie song.
0: So gone is the auntie song, but the 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 array of music that came out of after the storm is very much less auntie than she's gone <laughs> after that. Because right after knock knock, which is a bop bop,
1: is the aunt aunt
0: really? I don't think the knock knock is an auntie song it.
1: I don't want you calling me no more Who else says that Auntie <laughs>
0: Auntie's a you so, like Yo, uh, Auntie the single mom Do you call knocking Yo Auntie Let the phone stop She said oh, uh. He could be
1: wanting to sing
0: yeah. <laughs> song, No it's okay it's I'm it's just me. not a big fan of commitment It's the same song as love all over me uh, It's the okay? same That's I just died so cool. a little bit <laughs> <laughs> it's the same song all the time oh
1: love all over me is my song she
0: need to give me here I am that's all I want and that was auntie skewed anyway it's time for another break I'm dying you're still going off.
1: cause you know I love auntie Monica
0: what other Monica is it that's my issue
1: then there's Monica, 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 oh, Monica. Oh, uh-uh. But everybody else,
0: yes, I know that song, but everybody else in the auntie genre steps out of it for five seconds. Like, All, All oh. Eyes on Me by LaToya Lucky is not an auntie song. Oh, All eyes da, 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 on me. That's on the first album. Uh-huh. Hit music.
1: Uh, well you know where I stand with Toya Luckett
0: But it she marries, she's in the same They best friends on the fucking Family Hustle They
1: married or else sis. Oh
0: the thing need to be in a relationship
1: If she divorces me I swear I'm burning every single song she got
0: But maybe that'll give license for Tank to give her some more heartbreak anthems Oh, now. Her and Tank are a pair. Her and Tank get up in
2: the studio.
1: Tank
0: really needs to just write music for women because what he did with Carrie Hilson, everything. What he did with Latoya Luckett, everything. everything. What he did with Aaliyah, everything. Like, he I don't get make misses. I
1: drew a parallel in the shower, and I shook my own table.
0: I love when tables so are shaking. So, when
1: I was like, well, we now getting R. Kelly out the paint. Where is Esriel Clary? <laughs> um, I'm going to ask every day to that little girl come home. But the anyway. parents
0: are, too, with them strong Baltimore accents.
1: Oh, Clarys. Anyway, so, they moved I was to Florida, like, well, we get R. Kelly out the paint. Who's the next R. Kelly? And I was like, duh, it's Tank, right? If... But wait, let me finish. Mm, This is hard. Let me finish. And I was like, there's so many parallels between R. Kelly and Tank. These are the same manager, Barry Hankerson. Late. Tank think he...
0: Latrice Royale.
1: (laughs) Tank think he is a member of um, Public Announcement.
0: Oh, dude. (laughs) I mean, you can't tell him that he not. And something for the people.
1: (laughs) But I'm saying specifically Public Announcement because R. Kelly used to be in Public Announcement. Right, 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 right. And he write for um, a bunch of women, just like R. Kelly did. As he should. He plays instruments. He produces. He do everything that R. Kelly do. And he makes sex songs. Like, when we. So, he's basically
0: the next. <laughs> and, um, fucking with me.
1: Oh That's what you, you every day. I will
0: never Ooh. forget the picture Yay. from Gay Pride in D.C. And that when life. that man had that long <laughs> Team Jordan up in the air, <laughs> Wiggling. Because Tank was singing "fucking with me" with no shirt on. First of all, stand up in your masculinity enough to fucking perform for a group full of faggies and (laughs) wear the crowd out. I was floored. I was not mad at all.
1: Yeah, Tank got uh, uh, the Did That Award. Did like, and you know, Pride Awards always go to CeCe C. Peniston. Ooh,
0: and Brandy (laughs) and Deborah Cox. They're employed.
1: (laughs) However. Take good dancing here. Look, year. do it again. Because I don't know how many R&B singers would be like, oh, I'm about to be shirtless at Pride. They would have felt some kind of way. With me. That,
0: that leg was, was up. up. Oh. Behind <laughs> his ear. Ah, the what? leg was up. What do you mean? The queen was up. Queen. Literally. <laughs> Kaya. Uh, I tried to take a break long time ago. I cannot. Oh. <laughs> the light up is over.
2: The door is
1: closed. The door is
0: closed. It's done. Yes. It's, <laughs> it's over. <laughs> so, I'm here with an actual legend. I don't usually give him all of that because he's my dad. But as far as music is concerned in the area, he's pretty much a big deal. The original The Man, The Muse... Um, is here with us today, Michael Mew Singer. Clap it up. <laughs> clap it up, baby. You cannot clap for yourself. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. Um, this is going to be irritating. So, tell us a little bit about yourself. I mean, of course, I know who you are because birth, but DC might know who you are, but anybody who's listening might be new to your name. So, just, like, give the people a little taste of
3: who You are what you're about, all of that. All right, I'm, um, I guess as far as music is concerned, you know, I'm just kind of following the bloodline of my dad, Chuck Henley, who was a uh, pretty predominant musician in the in the in New York City in the jazz and soul era back in the 60s and 70s. He toured with the likes of King Curtis, uh, Lionel Hampton. He was just... he. I guess I can say he was the Chuck Brown of New York City back in mm. his day. Um, his mom, who I never got a chance to meet, my grandmother, she was also a gospel singer. So I guess the, the, the music thing um, in my blood was something that, that I really had no choice about. As far as me, my career as a professional singer started in D.C. at the age of 16. I just... Left, left for all-boys Catholic school and went to um, Dunbar Senior High School in D.C. and saw all these beautiful girls up there that had no money and <laughs> didn't think of any way I could get any attention from them other than singing. Right. So I did the talent show, and unbeknownst to me, everybody loved what I did, and my aunt was there, and she just happened to work with one of the... Uh, Guy's brothers, who was a member of the group Rare Essence at the time. Make a long story short, Rare Essence needed a singer at the time. Um, they set up an audition. And the funny part about it, I was 16 years old. My aunt didn't even know I could sing. As a matter of fact, the only person in the family who knew I could sing was my mother. Mm-hmm. What aunt? Was tiny. The... Oh, I didn't know Aunt Tiny used to work at Dunbar. No, 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 no. She worked at the bank. She came to the talent show at Dunbar. Oh, okay. She okay. worked at Riggs Bank in D.C. The bass player of Ras, since his brother also worked at Riggs Bank and they used to talk a lot, I guess. And then once she found out I could sing, he told her his brother was in the group. They needed a singer. Boom. Put it together. Yeah, so I went up there and auditioned at 16. Honestly, I really wasn't too nervous. I, I'm, I'm, I'm a, a relatively laid back person now, but as a kid and a young man, I was very cocky. And I just knew I was going to Have you met this. me? <laughs> <laughs> All right, you know. Yeah, I, I I was very cocky. And I knew I was just going to go up there and nail it. And I did. I sang this song by Peebo Bryson called I Am Love. And honestly, when I left there, I was like, yes, got him. And the rest is history as far as that. I spent three three years with Razzins and left them. But off and on for the next, jeez, I want to say the next 25 to 30 years, I just... Dabbled around on the go-go scene with different bands, you know, creating a legacy for myself. Honestly, and not to toot my own horn. Uh-oh. Here he go. Here he go. Yeah, no. Here he go. <laughs> no, no, no. Honestly, this is, this is just a fact. Before I came on the scene, the position of a singer in go-go wasn't even relative. That's true. Relevant, I'm That sorry, is. Relevant. That is true. Now, they did have singers, but I was the first singer that, became the highlight of the show right? at, at some point. Um, singers would just sing, and most of the time, people would go to the bar or, or, or leave the front of the stage when the singer was singing. But, you know, once I did my thing and, and established a name for myself, people would look forward to the singer singing yeah. his little two songs per night. Everything else during Go-Go at that time was relatively ad-lib. Right, because even before... Real essence became
0: big chuck brown wasn't a singer he was like talking and then yeah even the guys from eu like they were just talking it wasn't really right. singing well singing.
3: chuck would always sing chuck chuck was in the NL of class by himself he yeah. was just an all-around entertainer he would talk sing play his guitar the whole nine but just that separate category of a band having just a singer right before me that position wasn't relevant
0: yeah that makes sense. That made way for, like, the trades of UCB and people like that later on who, like, the bands had an actual singer. Yeah. Um, That, like you said, would become the highlight of the show. Was it Was it anything that drew you to Go-Go or you literally, it was just about the girls? Like, you literally just was trying to be seen.
3: Well, that genre of music was such a staple in D.C. and popular in the young culture. As a 16-year-old, you weren't going to find too many cover R&B bands at that time, or... Not black. Not black, right. You know, that was just part of the young culture, so it's almost like if I didn't step into a go-go band, there really wasn't any other genre of music for me to step in, which didn't make me a go-go singer, per se. What I did, I put icing on the cake by adding R&B flavor and sort of my own style to the go-go mix, but... You know, I wouldn't consider myself a go-go singer. What is that? Yeah. Because the music I do and the music I did was never really go-go. I just was being backed by a go-go band. Right.
0: Because I was about to say, what
3: was some of, like,
0: your favorite songs that y'all did? Because I know Rare Essence brought R&B music covering to kind of, like, the forefront. Because go-go was was all about the sound and the band.
3: It wasn't, like you said before, it wasn't about the singer. Right. Right. So which songs? Yeah. Probably there were two songs that I was mostly known for in my my entire or well, three. In my entire legacy of Go Go. First being Georgie Porgy. Yeah. Georgie Porgy was later later on down the line. But the first one was Lady in My Life by Michael Jackson. Uh we had done a show at the Capitol Center where the Wizards used to play basketball before they made uh the Capital One Arena. And it held about, I want to say, it held about ten thousand people.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: On that show was New Edition. They had just came into their home right around that time. This had to be around nineteen eighty four. Cameo O'Brien, show up. yeah. <laughs> Cameo O'Brien and Chuck Brown. And our dressing room was right next to New Editions. I thought I was a star, but I sang "Lady in My Life" and. Um, you couldn't hear anything because of the, the, the women screaming so loud to a, to a packed house. That song really was what the, the young girls wanted to hear me sing at every show. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they would even actually get into fisticuffs in the front of the <laughs> stage sometimes. Seriously, heard man. It. And uh, it was just phenomenal. I, I was a star in my own mind, you know. Um, but that, that was one 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 show that really sticks out in my mind. And um, second song was probably "Lady I Love You" by O'Brien. You know O'Brien. I think he was one of the most underrated R and B singers in the '80s, and still today, Mm because he still sounds exactly the same, and he's older than me. Uh, He had a few hits on Soul Train, but um, never really got his just due. And he has a a, a very—he has a wonderful voice. Third song is one you mentioned, "Georgie Porgy Later on. Down the line, and I, th- I always credit this song "Go Go Change" for people thirty and over, and it became known as "Grown and Sexy Go Go." So, what "Grown and Sexy Go Go" <laughs> is—that's is, a thing. <laughs> yeah, it's for older crowd uh, in go go. It's for people really forty and over now mm-hmm. who want to still go out and party and have a good time. So, what 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 it incorporates is a popular song taken and a go-go feel being put to the song. The first song that started that genre or that type of style was what I presented to a group called Proper Utensils in 1990 called Georgie Porgy. Georgie Porgy was originally done by a pop group called Toto, a soft yeah. rock group. And Cheryl Lynn, um, to be real, Cheryl Lynn, she was the lady who repetitively said, Georgie Porgy put pie, kiss the girls and make them cry. I didn't know that. Yeah, it was Lynn. I never knew that. Yep. Oh. Her and Toto. Learning something new. That's just, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. I'm a plethora of information, baby. <laughs> ah,
0: this is why I be over it. Yeah.
3: <sighs> so, yeah, once that song, you know, once the so-called grown and sexy thing took off, every band that was created after that, who call themselves a grown and sexy band, put Georgie Porgy in their repertoire. And still, to this day, people still request that I I sing that song. This is a
0: soft flex, if y'all ever heard one before. He's basically letting you know that if it wasn't for him, Uh, (laughs) hey, (laughs) there would be no Georgie Porgy in these other bands, set list.
3: That's it, baby. Oh, God. So, there it is. Those are the three songs, the three top Michael Mew songs in his DC career I've seen I've sung hundreds but those are the three that people really uh, identify me
0: with who are some of your inspirations as a singer and then second who are some artists that are out now that you think still kind of carry what you feel like good music new is? Artist? Mm-hmm. Okay. You can answer any order. I don't care.
3: Well, my number one inspiration, and I hate to sound like everybody else that accepts a Grammy, and I don't know what they're talking about. First, they thank Jesus their Lord and Savior. Right. You know, and they live in foul. <laughs> <laughs> and then they start naming my heroes. My first, Donny Hathaway, my Howard alum. Mm-hmm. Uh, second has to be Stevie Wonder. And running a close third is Peebo Bryson. Okay. Those are my three... Because I have two styles of singing. I have my natural voice and my falsetto voice. And, and I'm known seemingly more for my falsetto now. But of course, you you know, my, my favorite falsetto singer would be Russell Tompkins Jr., the original lead singer from the Stylistics, who I try to emulate in my performances uh, when I sing stylistic songs. Of course, L DeBarge and Bobby DeBarge, <laughs> who I, I'm scared to mess with now, <laughs> you know. And um, on the Blue-Eyed Soul side, I had to say Bobby Caldwell. Oh, yeah. He, yeah. We did a whole episode dedicated to
0: like Blue-Eyed Soul. And, people and black like, people who didn't know he was white. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. I was about to say, people were hitting us up like, I did not know that that nigga was. And I was just like, yeah, that's a full-blown white
3: man. Uh, absolutely. <laughs> and he's a genius. He's yeah. a musical genius. But you ought to check out this guy named uh, Eric Tagg if you ever get a chance. I first heard Eric Tagg, he's a singer and a bass player. He, um, he he used to sing records with the jazz guitarist Lee Rittenour, but he has a hell of a voice, too. It's real clean. It's kind of like Bobby Caldwell's, Eric Tag, and Ricky Peterson. So I'm just dropping names right now. Right.
0: I mean, the people need to know, because they don't.
3: <laughs> Eric Tagg. I think Eric Robinson remade one of his songs. A legend. <laughs> called Sweet Marzipan. And I had to look up the word marzipan. I didn't know what it was. It has it's some type of honey. Or yeah, I was
0: about to say. It's a sauce situation. Yeah, like that.
3: Right.
0: Uh, sure. So, the second part to that question. Oh,
3: who's out now? Wow. Because you don't like nobody. I can't say <laughs> Layla Hathaway. She's been out since the 90s. I mean, but she's just now
0: starting to get... A little bit more shine. She's constantly nominated for Grammys. The yeah. people do recognize her, but I
3: don't think people my age. But you ain't heard on the radio since since uh, I'm Coming Back and Who is Something or First Hit. You, yeah, You know, same thing with uh my man, um Frank McComb. Oh, yeah. Come on, Frank man. Ma- Frank McCombs is a singer. Frank McComb. <laughs> uh, I, mean, I never I've heard been, him on the radio. Neither have I. I think he had some stuff out in the 90s. Uh, he did some stuff with Rochelle Farrell, if I'm not mistaken. A Philly legend. In concert. But him, Rochelle Pharrell, Layla Hathaway, they're in a class by themselves. They're not what you would call today's mainstream marketable. Mm You're going to hear them on the radio type deals. They're like somewhere else in the stratosphere. But back to your question, I would say Bruno Mars, he's the first one that sticks out in my mind mainly because he's taking something old and making it seem new again. Yeah. And you got a lot of people ignorant to the fact that he's really playing 80s music yeah. and putting his spin <laughs> on top of it. Unless you really a music connoisseur, you know, like I've taught you to be. <laughs> you know, people, most people that, that scream for him not doesn't know. They don't know that he's playing Starpoint, Atlantic Star, Come Function type of music. I'm they sure. don't know
0: who those people are.
3: Right, right.
0: I think that what he's doing is... It's not new that people go back in the vault and take and make new things out of old sounds, but I do think he's doing it in a way that unifies everyone.
3: Yeah, cuz he's still a young man. Yeah. You could have taken someone my age and had had him do the same thing and it wouldn't have went anywhere, I doubt it. The the young lady you all you and, you and Milana hit me to her. I love listen, her. Listen to her. I've listened to her, her <laughs> on YouTube, and I, I really I really dig what she's doing. She's super talented. She plays like a bajillion instruments, and she's yeah. younger
0: than me. She's amazing. Um, yeah. She's probably one of my favorites, so I'm glad that you
3: mentioned her. I did not know that you even knew she was. You, you guys are the one that told me about her. And same thing with, you don't hear about this, this one anymore, Kareem Bailey Ray. Oh, yeah. I love her stuff. I used to and like she her. She was kind of like a flash in the pan. As far as hearing about her, I'm sure she's still doing some yeah, stuff. Yeah, she's, st- she's still, still
0: making music.
3: Uh, She had an album
0: out not too long ago, but I remember when I played her stuff out because Like a Star was on my Black Planet page, my MySpace, it was everywhere. Uh-huh. But, well, that's interesting. You talked up earlier about your style of singing when it comes to doing stylistic covers. Mm-hmm. Let the people know a little bit about your time singing with them and their experience and what it kind of shaped you as far as your future musically
3: okay um well uh, i got i got what i thought was my lifelong break in february of um 2018 i was asked to be the lead singer for the legendary soul group the stylistics everything what they did uh they had saw some of my youtube videos doing my own shows they knew that the guy eBay and Brown, who was their lead singer for 18 years, was about to leave, so I guess they needed someone to, uh, fill the spot, and I got a phone call, actually, from one of the, one of the former members of the Delphonics, who had also, uh, saw my videos on YouTube, and he, he told me about the opportunity, and, um, I really didn't need an audition. They were pretty much satisfied with what they had seen on YouTube, but they still wanted to meet me. So I went up to Philadelphia, and I think it was January of two thousand eighteen. I just sang a few songs for them live, some of the um, some of their biggest hits, and I want to say two days later they returned the phone call and told me I had the spot. So that you know caused me to basically change my entire life around to uh, be ready for, for that, that experience. And I did, to some degree. I mm-hmm. uh, did a few stateside shows with them um, in February and March, and then we went on hiatus till July. Actually, till June. And then we did a 10-day... We, we, we went to St. Louis and did a show there Uh, This was after the Chicago show in March, so in June we went to St. Louis, later part of June. And after that show, we flew to Japan, did a 10-day tour at this uh, little festival called Kento's, And, you know, I I, I learned a lot. That was actually the first time I went on tour as a professional singer outside of the country. And when we came back to the States... We spent two days in Brooks, California at this place called Cache Creek Casino. The first show was probably the best show i have ever performed with, had performed with them. A lady came back from Music Magazine and interviewed us after the show. She just spoke so highly of me, basically let them know that I was a second coming of Russell Tompkins Jr., their their (laughs) original lead singer. All high praises. And then the very next night, they sat me down and gave me a speech and told me they didn't need me anymore. But that's the music business. You know, it, it's a lot of times what you see ain't what you get. Mm-hmm. They're hidden agendas behind the scenes. You know, you get used. You know, and I'm not going to say they use me. It's just a better way that they could have lined it up if they would have told me, you know, they already had somebody and they were basically just getting me to uh, fill in until he was ready. Right. I still would have taken the gig, <laughs> of course. You know, I still your, would have taken the your gig. Your dream, one
0: of the biggest bands that you've played in my life. That's right, over and over again. I feel like I know their entire discography, and I should not um, before
3: I even start singing with. Well. Right, yeah.
0: So, I mean, everybody that I know from family, friends, everybody was super duper proud and
3: excited for the opportunity that you had. So, yeah. and it was one. I thank God for the opportunity, but what it did, that whole experience, kind of woke. woke woke up a giant in me, you know, because, I mean, you know, coming up, a lot of people, they'll put aside their whole life to pursue their dream. Mm -hmm. You know, with me having kids and everything and raising y'all and just trying to keep a nine to five and live the normal life, that was more important to me than moving to L.A. or moving to New York and sleeping in my car trying to pursue a dream. But a lot of people do that and they make it. And it worked out for them. I kind of did it in reverse. So now that you know, now that you guys are grown, you know that's all I want to do, and it's got to work for me. Yeah. So
0: I wanted to, I wanted to end with a game. So I hope that you got your your pipes ready. So, we'll ah! be- <laughs> so annoying. So I'm gonna mm-hmm. give you some words. Mm-hmm. So your first word is smile. It's ten seconds on the clock.
3: Baby hair with a woman eyes. I can feel you're watching in the night, Sarah. Won't you smile a while for me, Sarah? Sing. First of all, I knew you were going.
0: To, <laughs> I knew you were going to sing that, but whatever. I, that's not why I put it on there. But I knew you were going to sing that. Sarah, smile is everything. We talk about that on this episode too, simply because Harlan Oates was from Philly. And that's right. They Stephanie's were. from Philly, so we had to uplift their names. I hope you don't sing what I think you're going to sing, but your next word is love.
3: No, I'm not going to sing music, Soul Child. Everybody always sings that. Like, love not in every song. Okay, I got the perfect one. Oh,
2: love to love you, baby. Oh, love to love you, baby. Waiting and kissing me. Hello. Oh. love. <laughs>
0: summer
3: baby huh uh-huh.
0: if kelly roller don't play donna summer in the biopic i'm going like to her. fight the world
3: i got another one for you uh-oh who should play Dionne warwick tiana book. taylor just like her oh my
0: god we was just talking about that look same damn face <laughs> we love tiana taylor on the cast friend to the show the last word is
3: house I got two good ones in my and I can't sing either one of (laughs) them. Why not? A heart is a house for love. And I've learned, well I've learned that it don't take much to build it up is a house for love. And I've learned, I've learned.
0: I wish that y'all could see this. Like, I'm videotaping every interview from now on.
3: <laughs> what um, what was the second song you were going to do? Oh, Love is a House by Force MDs.
2: You my love. Love is a house. You got the key.
0: Oh, okay. I know that one. All right. Y'all, I'm going to list these songs out because I know that the people are probably going to be struggling. That was really it. I just wanted to get a sit down real quick. I feel like. The opportunity has always been there because duh, bloodline. But I just never took time to sit down and talk to you and use my platform to uplift the name of someone who I've always thought was a legend. Even though I won't tell him that outside of this interview. No, he won't tell him. <laughs> yeah, but thank you again for sitting with us and talking about life, love, and the
3: pursuit of happiness. Yeah, uh, and my new CD, my project will be out in May. Before before May. By May. My dad got a song come out. He think that he is... Usher. <laughs> yeah.
0: Good night. Thank you for coming out. God bless A good night. That's right. My man. For the full Muse on Muse interview, please be sure to head over to demandthemuse.com. Let's get back to the show. All I... Boom. Really want is...
1: Yeah, back it up on me. Put, put your, your weight, weight on
0: me. Shout out to Kaya. Shout out to, um, what's his name? Lloyd. Lloyd. <laughs> Mostly shout out to Kaya,
1: though. Mouth of the South.
0: She was a tongue. Shimon. Look, mouth almighty, tongue everlasting.
1: If y'all have not watched Kaya
0: in Reed, that fucking hot tub,
1: no. That video has been taken off the internet. Shit. If you have not watched Kaya read this this sex book about R. Kelly oh, on Little her Secrets. Instagram. I mean on her YouTube Live.
0: Apparently it was all the rage. You
1: have to watch. She reads the book in full <laughs> on YouTube Live and it is so Crazy. That's the
0: literature that we came. The book to. is
1: not indicting of R. Kelly, and 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 Kaya actually was mad about that. Kaya was like, "Are yeah. you trying to get him arrested, or are you trying to like get us to get on his hotline?" Because <laughs> all that book was doing was advertising how great R. Kelly is at intercourse, and Ew. it was, and Kaya was mad.
0: Yeah, I would be mad too. Tyler was
1: like, you were trying to send him to jail, sis, and you not giving us no receipts to put him in prison.
0: My thing is, is it, didn't we get to the bottom of the literature being done by Geronda Pace? It
1: is by Geronda Pace, and you know what? Geronda Pace can go straight to where? Hell, because <laughs> I don't like how she had my sis, Dominique, caught up in a situation for oh, 10 years. Oh, um,
0: Gardner. She was
1: like, oh, I was wearing Kelly for six months. Meanwhile, Dominique was stuck there for 10 years. Girl, electric chair. <laughs>
0: Sorry, you know.
1: <laughs> I'm you, sorry. You know, I stand on the side of Miss Michelle. Yeah, Miss Michelle. Miss
0: Michelle was the best mom on that documentary. I can't fake. Oh, I can't even. There is
1: audio Miss Michelle calling um a voicemail, cussing her out.
0: Because wait, everybody was against Dominique in the house. Because when Miss Michelle called and got to the hotel, she seen her or whatever. I think it was. Joycelyn.
1: Joycelyn Savage.
0: Joycelyn called the police and acted like she was Dominique. Like, that's not my mom. I don't want her here. If you see her near the hotel, get her away. Dominique called like, girl, that wasn't me. Of course. I'm trying to come outside with you.
1: Of course. Dominique was over it. Ten years of back and forth, child.
0: To be fair, after like three weeks or three something. Three she, days. Three days. She did go back. But then her but, mom
1: went back and got her. Exactly. Because and she went been home for seven months. Y'all mom, can read all about it in Rolling Stone. A mom. Cause her mom recently did an interview with Rolling Stone But when baby When Dominique decides that she's ready to speak And Dominique gives the full Details on what was going on in that house Cause I need to get to the bottom of what was going on In that black room
0: Listen ill. I'm over it.
1: And not that I want no salacious details, but I I want people to understand that, like, this is not just some, like, oh, he got proclivities. No, this is mental illness.
0: When I was talking about it, so, like, we've actually seen the documentary and gone into detail about it and all of that stuff at this point. I was watching it with my friends. Shout out to Fatima. She hosted, like, a little whatever, whatever. For her birthday and we was watching it and this boy was like, Man, R. Kelly was a savage. R. Kelly was a wild nigga.
2: Disgusting.
1: And I was like, No I was
0: like, No, I'm a wild nigga. R. Kelly needs mental help. Like I was like, I'm a savage. R. Kelly needs to be restrained and away from public. Like, what are you talking about? R. Kelly a wild nigga. What are you saying? I was over it.
1: And that's why I said people need to really know what was happening because being, cause the stories now be so like, oh, he's having, he was having a bunch of threesomes, and then the way that the book read that, that Kaya read on TV, the girl was like, oh, we was hooking up with strippers, we was flying all over the country, we was meeting strippers in Brazil, like it, she was making it seem glamorous, but that was, it was not glamorous, and I want people to understand this was not. Just some celebrity on some rock star lifestyle. Like this is mental health issues. It's
0: mental illness. If you wanna clock in
1: confined into a space with padded walls and a straitjacket, like R. Kelly is not well.
0: No, not at all.
1: It don't give all the way there. It don't give the lights are on. It don't give (laughs) I've grown past being thirteen when I well fourteen when I stop being molested. It's a lot.
0: Yeah, it's a really it's a whole lot. If you want to clock into the beginning of this diatribe, because we could go on for days about it, we started, I want to say an episode ago, before the documentary even went live and we were talking about everything that they said, just because we had like, kind of known all of that stuff already that they showed. So I'm glad that the general public is now privy to his insanity caneness. Wow. It's,
2: It's
1: a lot. But, that's not what we're here to talk about. Right. Today's episode, today's site is about hometown heroes.
0: So, you know, as a podcast, we come from a place of D.C. and Philly. (laughs) And both like great historic music places. So, we just wanted to uplift the name of some of the people who came from there and talk about that aspect of music, whether it be like R&B or rock or whatever, just like the area, the area as, as people from where I'm from. So Hello. Love. So I can go into detail about I'm just going to lay it out and be like, this is a DC metro area, simply because all of these people are not necessarily from DC. And y'all know I'm a stickler for telling people exactly where you're from. If you claim that you're from DC, I have follow-up questions. I need to know what high school you went to, what street your grandmother live on right now. And where you grew up, like where you used to hang out, all of that type of stuff. I have follow up questions because people lie to me on a regular basis. And I had a full argument with this girl (laughs) about her telling me she was from D.C. And I was like, oh, I'm from Southeast. Where you from? And she's like, yeah, I'm from Richmond. First of all, bitch, that's not fucking D.C. Richmond is two hours away. That's not even the metro accessible portion of Virginia. This is all why I don't say D.M.B. This is all why you will never catch me telling anybody that I'm from the D.C. metro area. I'm from D.C. Like, that's where I'm from. But some of y'all favorites are from where I'm from, and we about to list their names out. Hello. Listen. I love lists. So, I also... Come from an arts background. I went to Duke Ellington School of the Arts. Duke Ellington, the namesake of my high school. He's from Washington, D.C. Great pianist. Great musician from Harlem Renaissance time frame. Just did boatloads of things for black people in the music space. And a pioneer in his realm. So, gotta uplift the name of that because without him, what are we? There's that. Fast forwarding to <laughs> a time of now. And a time of like... Your as well. I feel like R&B males had a strong stint of D.C. time mm. because Tank, mm. Genuine... Which I did
1: not know Tank was from the, the DMV. Yeah. I'm about to look this up. What high school you went to?
0: Now that I couldn't tell you, but Tank is so from
1: babs. Tell us where you went to school. Genuine
0: live in um, Tantalia North.
1: You think I know what that means?
0: It's in Fort Washington. My aunt live over there. It's like him, Riddick Bow. uh... <laughs> never mind. It doesn't matter. <laughs> All
1: people I have never heard of in my
0: life. It's fine. it even further than that, Marvigay, the late gray, also a DC What He native. went to
1: Crossland High School. Where yeah. that say?
0: Fort Washington.
1: Where that's at, Matt? Matt, no.
0: It's in PG County. Oh. Fort Washington, Maryland. Oh, so
1: he, he PG... It's he, he, not far from where I he, he oh, so he so he's, he's from, from, from Pretty Girl County?
0: Pretty Girl County. Pretty Girl County. He gives Pretty Girl County to me. I
1: am... So Shocked. I had no idea that. I got Taint. cousins
0: that went across. First of yeah. all,
1: we talk about the king of RB. Let's talk about the general of R&B as he has self named himself. And I'm talking about it. he calls himself the general.
0: I will never forget that video that's floating around right now of him mm-hmm. singing with 50,000 different people talking about who the king You're really
1: is. Y'all these singers.
0: <laughs> Y'all know these
1: singers can't do Same. this without of two. He's not lying. You can't even sing. What's that song he said?
0: This. I don't know what he said. Is it y- Wait,
1: I have to pull it up on the Instagram so the people can hear it. We
0: might need to add that to like, no, one of the no, new
1: singer. I love that.
0: <laughs> also, from the same place, basically, GYNN. King. Live in the same neighborhood. I think I said his name already. People don't know this, but New Edition's greatest, Johnny Gill. Is. Actually from D.C. He used yup. to sing with my dad. Him and Michelle and Ocello used to be in like. <laughs> y'all should see Stephanie's face. <laughs> y-
1: y'all need to understand the way I feel about Michelle DeGay
0: The girl. What's your favorite Michelle DeGay song?
1: That's rude. <laughs> <laughs> For me to pick. But off top, it'll probably be Love Song 1.
0: Mm. Oh, here we go right here It's 10,000 people singing with him
1: Wait, this white boy got 10 videos himself.
0: And I can still hear her over him He's a choir by himself uh, Thanks <laughs> He sound like the Mickey Mouse Club The people He sound like a barbershop quartet by himself
1: Ashley come on the goddamn show Because I heard you be listening Ashley J Listen Somebody told me she be listening
0: She should we uplift the singer community on this show. I would love to sit down and talk to her about her run decisions.
2: She said, Sing!
0: <laughs> Ribbon in the Sky, that's the song. Playing. That made me want to hear Gregory Geray Greg come on the cast Sing. A singer I got a new video of him singing Focus oh. Baby Singing community is not playing <laughs> the
1: Singing community is not
2: fooling
1: around y'all Come <laughs> on <a> singing community
0: <laughs> The singing community wears me out on a regular basis it's And baby Ashley J lives
1: in Portland
0: Oregon Hello Turn up Y'all want to hear the cast in Portland <laughs> Look, are we getting flown out?
1: That's ghetto. I love it. Back to DC.
0: Listen, so I said Johnny Gill and Michelle Nogueo Cello. They used to meander around the go-go neighborhoods for five seconds. Ying-ying-ying
1: yin, yin around, ying, yin, 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 around
0: the house. You know, you could sing a little bit, but you know, it's a little ying 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 around the house. Um, then we also have Jay Holiday, who is a crazy person now, and be saying any and everything out of his mouth. But he did have a time because that first album, Suffocate. Wow. Hmm. Hit music. And
1: then when he said, let the sunrise peek over the horizon.
0: Baby. Ooh, 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 ooh,
2: ooh. ooh. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Eh. 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 <laughs> so <I'm
1: laughs> far singing ooh, ooh, ooh. Pull that little bitch. Stop. Chasing. Hey. You're annoying. that little bitch. Stand up. Nah, hot. Say, hot. 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 Pull up on that bitch. And I said, bag on up. The- Oh, they're no, supposed
0: to say do do do. <laughs> do do do. Remember the video when the nigga was fighting? I
1: yeah, and then I land on
0: I <laughs> I don't like I'm moving City Miami. Girl Breaks.
1: I'm moving to Miami. Go Any ahead, D.C. Way.
0: Oh, wait. Speaking of Bed by Jay Holiday, there's a remix of him and Trey Songs singing it oh. together. And you know how I feel about Trey, these songs. I'm not really a big Tremaine fan, but that remix, oh. everything. And Tremaine is kind of. Virginia adjacent, cause wow. he's, from, he's from a far away. Him and Chris Brown are from a far away part I of.
1: Was and name, the yeah, that's what I'm saying. And, don't understand
0: it. and honestly, I don't count any of those parts. But if you'd want to do that, you have to count Missy Elliott, Timberland, Pharrell like the whole, whole, the
1: whole coastal Virginia. Yeah, Canada, all of them. No,
0: yeah, they all from over there. That still is not D.C. to me. Mm-hmm. But um, back to what I was saying. Stacey Ladisall. Singer. Richard Smallwood. Gospel. <laughs> father of gospel. Tanya Blunt. Let
1: me tell you something about Tanya Blunt. First of all, Tanya Blunt. My father had- used
0: to live in the same apartment complex as her. What? Mm-hmm. First of all,
1: Tanya Blunt had the best shortcut that's ever existed. Anita Baker could never be. Shook. Secondly, Tanya Shooketh. Blunt. Shooketh cover of um
0: his eyes on the sparrow. No. Oh. His uh
1: is is it inside my love. She has a song on the on the on the Love Jones um on the Love The Jones soundtrack? Soundtrack. Yes she does. If
0: y'all don't know who we talking about, Tanya Blunt is the short-headed yeah. honey from Sister Act Two that sang His Eyes on the Sparrow with Lauryn Hill. She was like, you take the top and I'ma take the bottom. That's her. A singer.
1: Best shortcut Come join the chorus, Ay. the
2: mighty, mighty chorus. If okay. the morning starts again, you love love By the way,
0: okay. what have you done for it lately? Boom, 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 boom. Ooh, yeah. That's her icon. Listen, <laughs>
1: oh, the next people on your list. Let's talk about it. Wait, who you
0: want to uplift first? The very first time, time that I saw your run run eyes, out. my listen, hey. and I said, Hi, you got to get into the lower register.
2: And if I ever if I fall, fall in love again, mm-hmm. I will. I will be sure that the lady's just up and If I I would love, would
0: love so so true, true I will be, be sure that the lady's just like you. Oh, he says, yeah
1: <laughs> <laughs> <You get together. laughs> he said, the my they were singing. I love it, dude. <laughs> the mouth cover. I love it. That's
2: like that
1: boy from Family that we love from
0: the singing community. Ooh, oh! <speaks> I <throat> need him. What's his name? Smooth something.
1: Call me. He me. needs
0: to be on this docket. Oh. That thing sings, and he got the nose of Earth.
1: We should have an episode where we talk about the singing community of Instagram.
0: Oh, yeah, for sure. We need to uplift their names. Because y'all literally would never know who these people are. Because <laughs> they're not getting the shine that they deserve. No. Anyway, he can sing better than all four of them niggas from Shy. And-
1: oh, I do want to shout out Shy for a Comforter. because That is my song.
0: Ooh, comforter. You know people only know their first song.
1: No, Comforter is a hit.
0: Also on the list, another throwback legend, nonchalant. Five o'clock in the morning, where when you, you gonna, gonna be? be? Outside of the corner, corner. you better get yourself <laughs> together. Hey, get, you yourself, get yourself, yourself together. Well, <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: That is trash.
1: This song's like we don't like that.
0: <laughs> she was on Minnesota Avenue in front of that fucking 7-Eleven going smack. Across the street from the Bennett Road Library. That's a hit. Is? Yeah. I actually wish that the Us movie took 5 o'clock in the morning versus I Got 5 on it.
1: But it was the, he he said he used it because the film is based in the Bay. And oh. I got five of every day so
0: Okay, I could do that.
1: that. Sorry, my plate. Bitch! I got five one. You got something like real cold shit with your jaw shaking.
0: Yeah.
1: Okay, next up.
0: <laughs> your people, bad brain. Hey,
1: give me a baby. <laughs> oh, I don't care y'all are 72.
0: <laughs>
1: old makers still getting it. Uh-uh, please. My
0: mom used to tell me if you have sex with an old person, you will get worms. Okay, <laughs> I'm done with your name. <laughs> I'm not interested. That's why I was always looking at R. Kelly like he was crazy. Let
1: me confirm the age group before I start dragging my friends. Well, I'm
0: going to keep going while you're doing that because Rico Nasty, one of the new hot girls from a rapstress perspective, is definitely from the D.C. area. I was about to say DMV. You know I hate that. We also oh, have... Oh,
1: definitely giving elderly. Like, how like old are they? 60, 58...
0: I feel like 40 might be my cap.
1: Um, I was, I, okay, you know, I don't be dating nobody, but I was seeing someone that was almost 50 and he was iconic. All my friends was like, girl, can I like get a slice?
0: I mean, well, ever since I found out about the guy from Bill Street Band, the children, I feel like I can tap into a, um, a, a, mature older, set. a older, mature, like artsy set. That's
1: cute for us. Yeah.
0: It's a lot of those floating around DC and Harlem. I'm not going around. Yeah, it's a long-distance relationship. Um, <laughs> everybody knows that Wale is from, I want to say, Landover, Maryland. And he represents DC hard. He goes hard for the city or whatever. There's also, which I didn't know, J.C. Chazé from NSYNC. He's from Bowie, Maryland. Shut up! Uh-huh. <laughs> That's why
1: he's
0: good. He from Bowie. <laughs> not Bowie. He from Bowie.
1: That's why he's singing. Y'all favorite
0: new white rapper Logic. Randomly, my dad told he me not a story. He's not white. He got a black dad. Him and my dad are friends. Logic's dad and my dad are friends.
1: See,
0: it's always something. your
1: dad's also like a legend. We
0: already gave him enough life in the interview segment earlier. It's okay high. We can move right on <laughs> Come along. On. Come
1: on, he's
0: canceled. Um, also, shot Glizzy. He got one of my favorite songs out right now. Uh, wait, what is the name of that song? My butter pecan, baby. It's a hit. It doesn't matter. You're not interested.
1: No, I don't know. I don't know anything about Shyglizzy besides his name. Is you, he cute? Let's look.
0: Yeah. You
1: know, you know that's my point of entry with all these rappers. I'm dead. Is he cute? Pull
0: him up, cause yes, I mean it's it's a DC set, like a DC hood set.
1: Oh, he's definitely like a boy from DC. See, that's what I'm saying. No, actually, like a boy from like Chicago. It's funny. He don't. It don't actually give DC. This
0: him. the song I was talking about. You've heard this. Where would I have it? I need this chorus to drop. Hey! Ah! Ah! He said, Listen. Uh, My little butter pecan. And on that note, (laughs) I don't like the way he's standing in this picture. (laughs) It looks it's like slightly crippled, slightly gay.
1: Well, he's smaller than Uzi.
0: I think Uzi's standing on something. It
1: is, but they are definitely skewed. And you
0: know so. that Uzi is a baby.
1: It's funny. Shock this don't no, like a dude from DC too. Hashtag too me. Like when I think of boys from DC, he don't look like that.
0: Who do you think is a quintessential DC nigga?
1: Wale, well, like, because hashtag cuz African. I mean, hashtag cuz Nigerian. Fair. Um, Michael
0: Ealy from Silver Spring.
1: I see that light eyes.
0: That's irritating. Light, don't, light, don't 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 hate on the light eye community because I'm a part of it. Don't do that. I'm a light eye
1: community? <laughs> and um, I think
0: um,
1: Gold Link, looked like, Gold Link looked like a boy from Maryland. Link yeah. look like a boy from Maryland. Yeah, He looked
0: like he probably went to Friendly.
1: I don't know what that means. It's another
0: high school over there, by where Tankin and live.
1: Oh, okay. Well, yeah. Moving right
0: along. Okay. We can exit DC for five seconds and uplift some people that are from Baltimore and further away in Maryland, because the Braxton family as a whole are from Severn, Maryland.
1: Where is Severn? I don't know. I have to look it up on the map. I honestly right
0: now. don't know where Severn, Maryland is. I want to say it's outside of Anne Arundel County, I'm which looking is
1: right
0: now kind of almost Baltimore, but not quite Baltimore. Maryland is big, and I'm not interested. I still am learning my way around. I don't know how to get the booze. First
1: of all, it's spelled Severn.
0: It's so, Severn.
1: So, black, it's spelled Severn.
0: I've never heard nobody black say people, that.
1: Black people can't talk. No, that's you true. And you know that. That's
0: true. So, I could have been lied to my whole life. I've only heard Severn. Me
1: too. Okay, it's close to Glenn Burney. I know Glenn Bernie.
0: Baltimore. I mean, and, and, and I could be paraphrasing because I don't know where Greenberg is either. It's close to the
1: Baltimore airport.
0: See? BWI. That's Baltimore.
1: Hanover.
0: All of that is what you see on BW Parkway. That sounds far to me.
1: Severn.
0: Baltimore is 45 minutes away.
1: Severn.
0: I'm petty. So if you're 20 minutes away from my house, I feel like it's too far.
2: Well,
1: wow.
0: I grew up catching the bus and walking everywhere. Not low. And like it wasn't given drive far distances. So now as an adult, I have a lot of friends who live on the other side of Thu. And I'd be just like, all right, well, it's going to take me a little bit. <laughs> but I'll be there.
1: Hashtag over. That's
0: why I'm late for everything. R. So Tony, Tamar, Trina, Tawanda, Tracy, we Miss are the E. And
1: you'll see that. Shout out to Miss
0: E. Love her. She talked like a slave, but I'm obsessed. Oh, my God. Drew Hill also reigns supreme from...
1: The Dukes of Baltimore.
0: <laughs> the, Dukes. the Dukes. The Dukes. The Daisy Dukes of Baltimore. Also, Kenny Lattimore, R&B, Legend. And maybe... No, that's not him. Kenny that's jo-
1: um
0: Jesse Powell. Yeah. Where's Jesse Powell
1: from? You know, I, I feel, like feel some kind of Maryland. way about
0: Jesse Powell because I feel like they did the same thing to Tevin Campbell, that they did to him.
1: Definitely. Let's see where Jesse Powell from. That's actually a whole another. Him episode. and his sisters, who are. Oh, he's from Gary,
0: Indiana. Yeah. I don't have any. A, a
1: place of inner cityness. Not interesting. A place of ghetto. Wow. Um. Shout out to the Dmv. I mean, it's
0: a bunch of people. There's also like a. Marie and Rich Harrison. Yes. Um. Rich Harrison actually brought it in for infiltrating the go-go space into mainstream culture. You should
1: lift all the go-go bins. Let the people
0: know. Well, you know, so legendarily there's Chuck Brown. Who Was one of the originators. If you ain't got the go go swing, ha, do wop, do wop, all of that shit. And then there's also EU who is famous hey. for doing the but ah, ah, sexy, sexy, ba, ba, ain't nothing wrong. Ow. Listen, <laughs> remember when we went to the Smithsonian? Oh, and wore a I party. Out. A party, that's where we met Quiet Boy.
1: Bob, quiet
0: boy.
1: <laughs> we don't see you, choir boy. You're unfollowed on Instagram. Yeah, I had to Just be it. cute and get, stop getting on our nerves. Anyway. Mm.
0: So, then there's also, after that, in the early 80s, well, late 80s, I could say early 90s, you have Rare Essence. That's the band that my father was in first. Then... RIP to Lil Benny. He was in that band. There's also Junkyard and the like, 9-1-1 and the Northeast Groovers and Backyard Band with Big G. Big G was on the wire. A lot of people know him from that. Cute. Um... My day of go-go... I was going to say,
1: because Matt had a whole was going off the no, other day. No, and Matt is
0: even after me. So, like, my day of go-go, when I was going to the go-go seven, we used to be at the Neon, the La Pearl. <laughs> the La Pearl used to be called the Mad Chef before it was called the La Pearl. And then we was always at, like, CFE, the Thai Seafood, Hot Shops Cafe. Like, it was a whole set. Don't get maced, because I had some friends who got maced before. Oh. Um, but, you know, just got to be careful. That was where I first got introduced to Wild Irish Rose. It was a bad night. Uh, <laughs> but our bands were Backyard, like trickling out. Then we had CCB and a whole lot of weed up for me. Give you what you need. She said, lots of smoke and a bottle of mo. Hey, for all you hoes, for all you hoes. TCB is my favorite band. Huh. <sighs> If you ever heard the song, oh, so circling back to CCB real quick, they sing "It's my fatty, look at my fat." I feel like people who are not from DC <laughs> know that song. UCB sang "Sexy Ladies." That's the only song that's people like that's not from know. DC know. I hate that fucking song. Uh, I'm tired of it. If you are a UCB fan for real, you know that "Beautiful Girl" was better than "Sexy Lady." But college is. Kaza was singing
1: that to Matt, and Matt was not moved. <laughs> <laughs> It was, like, 4 o'clock in the morning. I feel like people who are
0: from D.C. mm -hmm. and, like, still have tie to whatever their neighborhood was are not a fan of Sexy Lady. It's, like, a commercial go-go song. Mm -hmm. It's, like, oh, we want all of the D.C. people to get hype at this college and we are in the middle of nowhere. Louisiana, so we're going to slice it. <laughs> Shout until... out to Xavier. <laughs> we're going to slice it and play this for y'all because it's the only Gogan song we know. No. Give me Beautiful Girl. Give me Splash Girl. Give me any of those songs that UCB did way better than that. Thug Passion, oh my god. Ladies, shake your bazooka bottom. That used to be my shit. That was CCB. Okay, TCB was I want a girl that can really blow my mind. I need an extraordinary one of a kind. I need a banging body like a CLI double O. But that ain't all I know. I want a girl that's hot. <laughs> <laughs> i don't want to go on too much of a tangent tcb i used to stalk tcb that was my favorite band R.P. polo oh my god um <laughs> you shouldn't have told me to talk about gogo i wasn't gonna, is that. Hard. You're gonna go off. <laughs> i wanted to start this segment off by saying rich harrison who is a prominent producer from the area came in and took a very go-go sound and infiltrated mainstream music with it because if you've ever heard Crazy in Love, that's go-go. If you've ever heard One Thing by A. Marie, that's go-go. Even, I want to say, Green Light by Beyonce has elements of go-go it in it. If you want to, uh-huh, uh-huh, you and got, the green, light,
1: you got the green
0: light, baby. Oh, that? it's love. Yeah, it's a love. go-go song. Mm-hmm. Do you want it on your rice and gray? Yeah. Hey. Do you want it on your Blackout hey. Go get give me the get 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 and then the beat stars. Gimme the roll of
1: tone. I mean, but that's also
0: a good segue because Jill reigns from your territory. A city. Listen. A hometown, you know I love Philly. A place. <laughs> yeah.
1: Where everybody wants to be.
0: Where everybody knows your name. And everybody is
1: so glad you came. Let's talk about your sky, the girl, the daughter, the voice <laughs> Of Philadelphia. Uh, so, everybody knows I'm from Philly. I feel like I should speak in my Philly accent.
0: Don't but you there. always?
1: So, Nay! No! <laughs> uh, so, for this I'm segment, checking. for this segment, <laughs> I'm speaking in my Philly accent. Gross. So, a lot of y'all have never heard my real voice, but this is how I talk in high school. Bye. This is how I talk when I'm home with my friends.
0: I'm I my love family. that you think you turn it on and off because. No. I literally talk the same way all the time.
1: You do, but I don't like. I don't this be like. I don't be like no. I always do <laughs> it around people from Philly because people from Philly will understand no like that. Anyway, um, Bel- uh, Okay, we already just just that Bel- Okay, let's talk about below So my first time seeing Bel- the Bel- Boys. The first it was two thousand one when his first album came out. That means I was fifteen. And his C D had came out like June two thousand one. I had already seen him live in concert. And Jasmine Sullivan opened up for him, Mm. and um, another Philly legend. So I was going to. My mom was making me go to um, community college in the summertime because it was no camp no more. And you know, black moms don't want you in their house in the summer. Black (laughs) moms be like, you cannot sit in my face in the summertime. You
0: get braids and you get sent away.
1: Away. (laughs) So my mom was like, you gotta go to community college in the summertime. So anyway, so I had me and my god sister was going together. So I convinced her to go with me, and her mom was like, yes, my daughter needs something to do. And so <laughs> we were the community and, we, and this when we had first got cell phones and we had left class because the record store right across the street from community college in Philadelphia, we knew they was getting a Blow record. We sat on the stoop until the UPS man came and dropped it off. And we got the first copies of first born second in 2001 because we sat and waited. So the UPS came and then we went back to class. Yikes. A stand. I just seen Bilal last week at New York City's Winter Jazz Fest. The The tweets of our my video footage went viral from a jazz community perspective. Did. The
0: sites got a new Posted follower count.
1: Yes. Like, man, he was sort of following us behind there. Bilal was the GOAT. Bilal was the one. He sounded like a trumpet every time he sang. He sang. Shout out to Vivian Green, my girl, my sis. <laughs> uh, Vivian Green, first of all, people thought my sis was over. They thought she was done. They thought it was a love roller coaster. But then she came back a few years ago and did get right back to my baby with that listen, beat. Listen. With the fucking Frankie Beverly Maze also from Philly Sample. And she turned the scene. Next
2: up, <laughs> run right through
1: The greatest rappers of all time, State Property. Shout out the Freeway. Shout oh, out to BDC. Siegel. Shout out to uh, Chris and Neith. Shout out to Oskino and Sparks. Shout out to, um, who else I missed? I say like Petey Craig. Shout out to Petey Craig. The best rappers of all time. The only reason Jay Z was still relevant in the 2000s was because of State Property point blank, in the period. Do you got your SP sneakers? Do you got your SP coat for all the drug dealer pockets? Uh, <laughs>
0: <laughs> She's going off, y'all. The liquor is in a bundle.
1: No, it's not even that. because I love my city and because I'm speaking in my regular accent that I just feel like safe and at home. Like, come on, safe space. Oh. Next up, I want to uplift. I want to uplift two queens that really, you know, I'm not a representation type joint. Like, I don't really get into that because I come from a place of you stand black people and black women because you are a black person. Like, I'm mean, like, you don't need to see other black women to be uplifted. Mm-hmm. However, I when um. when these two following ladies came out, I was like, y'all see, I'm not the only one. Like, I was, I was always trying to convince people that I had grew up with that I wasn't the only, quote, different, weird black girl alive. Like, I wasn't. <laughs> and so...
0: Alive.
1: No, because he was acting like I was the only one, like, cause I wasn't white acting, like I ain't act white, but I was different than who I went to school with, and they didn't really understand that. And I was like, no, like it's a lot of us. And my receipts for that was number one, Reese when she drops her um album, How I Do, also in two thousand one, when I was fifteen. Shout out to Reese, um, seven hundred miles situation is still one of the greatest songs I've ever heard in my life, Ice Queen. Y'all, most people know her from Golden Boys. Golden Boys, I can't believe it Listen to the whole album. Mama did the shit out of that. And you know why that album was sickening? Because Santa Gold wrote it. Hello?
0: And she's still pretty. And
1: see, y'all, most people didn't know Santa Gold existed, me included, until 2009. But she wrote that album in 2000 and
0: 2001. So,
1: her impact. Um, <laughs> I also want to shout out Jaguar, right? So, you know. Sing
0: to me on Unplugged. Jag. Now most
1: people know Jaguar because of Unplug, but Jaguar was like the hood girl of like r b and B neo soul. Like Mama was ghetto. Like she literally just got out of jail like very recently. She was the
0: Philly version of Lil Mo. Lil Mo's from yep. Baltimore. She also goes on my yep. list, and it was very that like yep. Jaguar right and Lil Mo the same person. Yep, <laughs> same place
1: the ghetto. Um, I also want to shout out Kendrick. The only people that remind me that black love actually exists.
0: Love, because Instagram don't um, do
1: Huh? Nothing. You say because Instagram don't be proving it. And definitely living in Brooklyn. I have not seen a black couple in Brooklyn with a boy that's cute and interesting <laughs> I
2: lived here since
1: 2007. The last time I seen a cute black couple where the guy was like really cool and stylish might have been never. So. Shit! Shout out to Kendrick. Um, I love far away it. from their, here. Their first album meant so much to me, and then on Trust their second me album, me. I was actually their assistant to their stylist. Oh, cute! Shout out to my homegirl, girl um, Mika. That was their stylist during that time, which is when. Why um, I feel like I know her? Probably everybody know me. <laughs> Not meek the rapper, meek. Don't my homegirl. Right.
0: But Meek Mill, another Philly legend at this True. Time.
1: But when I was in I don't really fool me because I'm still standing on why I didn't rock with him in high school. Yikes. Um also want to shout out things to the old school. I was wanna shout out um the Joes girls. Ooh,
0: Todd Rundgren. I wanna shout out
1: the whites of Philadelphia, Ty Rundgren. Um, of course, Hall Notes, another iconic Philly White icon.
2: Hey, hello, 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 hello. Hey, hello, hello.
1: You hear Isabelle singing in between. Hey, hello,
0: hello. Sorry, but that's... Ty Rundgren did it first.
2: Hello, it's me. Sing. I thought about it for
0: a long, long time. time. Listen.
1: Um, So shout out to Ty Rundgren. He definitely is also um, a person very much so. Him at home was very much so, very much so. In the mix of Blue Eyes Soul. And that's because of Philadelphia. And that's because of the Philadelphia sound. Shout out to the Philadelphia sound.
2: I love Gamble and
1: huff. Um, also old school groups. Oh, uh, I'm gonna talk about the intruders, the tramps. My cousin, my mom never let me forget that um the tramps, our cousin husband is in there. The tramps is burn, baby,
0: burn. Listen, this going final burn baby. Shout burn. when
1: he passed, the whole family's like we gotta drive to North Carolina. It was a whole I keep thing.
0: trying to tell the cast audience that your family is a Philly staple.
1: Jackie, my mom is <laughs>
2: like all the
1: iconicness start with my mom. Like, my mom know everybody. Like, we went to go, we went to go see Frankie Beverly and Maze. She was shouting out they corners and the gang that <laughs> she used to hang out with the members of Frankie Beverly and Maze. And like, my mom is get so like, she is street certified. But speaking, of, <laughs> speaking of bands, I also want to shout out Tom Bell, who's a, also an iconic producer. He's talked about less than Gambling Huff, but he's responsible for the Spinners hits. He's responsible for the Stylistics hits. He's responsible for the Delphonics, all icons. That's
0: another connection, because my dad had a stint where he was lead singer for the Stylistics for the Japan the Tour last year. Shout out to music like, hey love, hey hey love. Hey, love. Hey, Turn yourself round. Look at that sound. You're, You're in, in love. love.
1: Shout out to Biggie and Puffy for flipping that. Uh huh. In the '90s. Um. Also, of course, shout out to the Roots. Um. Uh, we can't, you know, do anything without shouting out the Roots. For Roots, sure. Roots Picnic is easily the best music festival that happens every year. They're the only one that don't got no repeats. Well, we need up. to go
0: again this year because we didn't go together last year because
1: it rained
0: yeah it was real bad it was good Dre up. went he had fun and
1: no it rained out they canceled it
0: oh some of the
1: way through it got canceled oh also now I know brandy is the vocal Bible but the vocal Quran is from, <laughs> <laughs> it's, from it's from Philadelphia and her name is Rachel
2: Farrell
1: when I was like eight years old, me and my mom went to go see her. I swear to God, we had to leave. It was like eleven o'clock at night. Mama had only sang three songs. Her vocal eleven. Every song is, is forty minutes. Unmatched.
0: Unmatched. She sings from the fucking follicles of her hair. Listen. Down to the cuticles of her toenails.
1: Listen, if you wanna like really get an introduction to Rachel Pharrell, I will point you towards with open arms.
0: Oh.
1: Because um, that shit is crazy. And she also there's a live version of it with her at the Apollo. Um, of course, also boys to men can't say nothing without our boys to men. Motel Patti LaBelle, thing. you know like Patti do. is our girl, our icon, and the auntie of the industry. The auntie of the industry, and all of y'all have read or seen or passed the screenshot of that video, <laughs> that picture <laughs> of that article about Chrisette Michelle's concert. Well, that concert happened at. The Keswick Theater that is in Philadelphia, which is Patty LaBelle's venue of choice. <laughs> me, my mom lived at the Keswick, because Keswick is where all the old hit performances be at. Jackie went to go see Peebo Bryson and Regina Bell there last week. She was trying to get me She was up. trying to get
0: me to go with her, but I said that I, I I did have other stuff to do, but I was actually supposed to be in L.A.
1: See, and you could have went with Jack. But anyway, every time a black person is at the customer theater, Patti LaBelle goes and she sits in the same seat. So when me and my mom went to go see Ruben Stutter, this was not in 2004, we went to go see Ruben Stutter in 2018. Come on, I'm sorry for. Patti LaBelle was standing up, wig was falling off because <laughs> Ruben Stutter was sticking his ass off.
0: Ruben sings.
1: Um, He's not from Philly But he's from Jersey, but he has very close ties to Philly. Eric Roberson, who's written for a lot of people from Philly. He wrote for Vivian Green. He wrote for music. He's an icon. Um, Of course, the daughter of Philadelphia, Jasmine Sullivan. Listen. Mouth of the the city. (laughs) Um, We love you, Big Jazzy. Also, Jeanne, they're not from Philly, but they met at Temple when Temple used to be a fake HBCU when uh, Jesse Williams was going there. So I want to shout out Jeanne, especially Renee Newville, who went smack at the Winter Jazz Fest this year. Um, of course, we got to shout out Frankie Beverly and Maze. like, Joy, Hey, and Frank, bring it up, bring it up. It's like, it up.
2: It's like shine. sunshine Ow, and rain. And
1: hey, you can't have no black function without Frankie Beverly
0: and Oh, Going off.
1: Now, Frank can't do all that no more, because Frank ain't been off tour. So.
0: Wait, 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 wait. Is Roy Ayers from Philly?
1: I don't. I don't think he is Let's because
0: I wanted up. to put him on your list because Roy Ayers and Frankie Beverly and Have they the same hold end. like a very special space in DC, even though they're not from DC.
1: Well, I mean, every I think if if you're from a very very black city, you will love Roy Ayers yeah. and Frankie Beverly. He's from LA.
0: Random.
1: He's from LA. We're not
0: having an LA episode. What's LA? <laughs> um, a place that's fun to go and visit.
1: Never heard of it. Shit um next up is phyllis hyman rest in peace oh my god if you
2: you, if you don't know where to start with phyllis hyman i would
1: say meet me on the moon
2: Mm. that is my
1: favorite phyllis hyman song if you want to you know slit your wrist but not in a real way but emotionally um i would play like um i'm tired of living all alone
0: she's the voice that I love that, Phyllis that Hyman's tone of all time the only person that comes close to a Phyllis Hyman tone is Leanne LeHavis mm-hmm. and after her I want to say Charlotte Day Wilson kind of taps into a Phyllis mm-hmm. Hyman set but My Funny Valentine and Betcha By Golly Wild the remake by Phyllis Hyman unmatched music like
1: also, the best costumes, best boobs, best face, best hair, best eleven, eleven size eleven shoe. Like she
0: was beat out the frame. Okay,
1: and when she passed, this is very black. Sometimes I really <laughs> be embarrassed about how black my mom is. <laughs> so she had passed, and you know the city was in mourning. And but you know black people love stage plays. So the whispers,
0: oh, came up. Y'all a boy band. The
1: whispers came up with a stage play. That was called, And the Beat Goes On. And it was about the day that that um, that uh, uh, Phyllis Hyman committed suicide. She had a concert with The Whispers. Mm. And so the whole play was about her life and her career or whatever. And then it ended with that day when, you know, they were supposed to go on stage and they found her in the house dead.
0: Sad.
1: So that play was great. It's called, And the Beat Goes On um iconic loved it um this philly is very fast I'm, i mean it's long i'm gonna try to go fast eve of course y'all already know Bahamadia, another like icon pioneer in like female hip hop women's hip hop so i can't say female no more uh, um also from a rock perspective since you shouted out bad brains for dc mm-hmm. who are like super 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 icons in a punk scene i want to shout out ben kenny who he started his career in the roots and then he had his own band called Super Grub, who I used to love. Oh my God. And then he's now a member of Incubus with Finance, Brandon Boyd. I so, love Incubus. If either one of them wanna get a tram ran, ran by one person, meaning me.
0: Good night. Then I used to have um, Brandon Pardon Me by Incubus me. on my MySpace page.
1: I love them. Pardon me. For that's how. That's how me and um me dance. and got cool talking about um talking band. about um Incubus. Um, that's but my my entry to Incubus is the fact that I literally was like, Ben Kenny needs to give me a baby, and so does Brandon Boyd. Anyway, also yeah. speaking of vocal Bibles, Avery Sunshine, a singer. She's from Chester, but Chester is where people from Philly who think they better than and get like an extra ten dollars in a check move to. So now Chester is ghettoer word Philly, if that makes sense. You know Well, I mean, you know when black people like, I'm gonna move to the suburbs when in the suburb get real black and then it just turned ghetto. Like she that's Chester.
0: Sound like Largo to me. Well Largo <laughs> Largo
1: <laughs> <Lager>. Waldorf. <laughs> that's far. Smart. So, Avery Sunshine, um, vocally, like, her voice is so beautiful. Y'all need to watch a video of her singing for Fantasia. It is, like, the craziest thing. She also went to Spelman. So, shout out to um, our AUC family. Um, musicians. Billy is iconic for musicians. So I want to shout out Stanley Clark, who went to high school with my mom. He could have been my dad. My mom has literally been friends when she was 14. She's still friends with that man now. That lady is almost 70. He could have been my dad. <laughs> but then I would have been light-skinned. I would not been okay with that. Oh,
0: my God.
1: Um, Next up, sorry, Isabel. Next up is Lee Morgan, another iconic jazz artist. He got shot by his wife because she was fed up. You can watch that on the docu- documentary. When a woman's fed up. Ain't that what R. Kelly Mama said? taught
0: me a long it time is ago.
1: Nothing you can do about it. Cause nothing it's like what? Running out of love. Running out of love. She was raised in Illinois, right outside of Chicago. <laughs> so shout out to Lee Morgan. But if you want to watch a documentary about his life and his wife shooting him because she was sick of the shit, please watch I Call Him Morgan. I'm dead. Um, Also, let's make some like some younger uh, Philly musicians because Philly is definitely producing young Philly jazz artists that are iconic. Christian McBride, Jeff Bradshaw. Jeff Bradshaw has a live album that came out in 2016. It's all that screaming. A lot of it is me, my mom, (laughs) me, my mom and Evan. Who runs, Shout out to Evan who runs Anderson Street Philly. If y'all aren't following him, me, my mama, Evan wore that live recording. I
0: love Evan out. so much. We be on one accord.
1: Love him, um, Spanky, who was like the biggest drummer in Philly. He's going off to do great things for for great bands. Jalil Shaw, who was a part of um the Roy Hargrove um uh uh R I P memorial at the um Winter Jazz Fest. Derrick Hodge, another iconic jazz artist in Philly who's also played for everybody. Um, fine-ass Omar Edwards. Here I had go. a crush on Omar Edwards since I was in high Cool. Okay. <laughs> and he left, he left Philly. He became, he was the musical director of Jay-Z's Unplugged. That's how Jay. Nice,
0: was. Nice.
1: Um, and now he's Rihanna's musical director.
0: Oh. Yeah. I love when the people are gainfully employed.
1: Omar is that boy. I love hey, an upgrade. Hey and a Omar, I would say Shahada for you if it's necessary. Bye. Um, also another former Rihanna musical director was Adam Blackstone. Adam Blackstone does like the Grammys and all that kind of stuff like he's like big shit also carvin and ivan also known as mama's boys who have written for everybody everybody one of them got a baby by sashina arnold um again musicians gambling huff they created the sounds for people like the oj's harold mellow and the blue nose teddy pendergrass jones girls mcfadden and whitehead who have ain't no stopping us
2: now no. we all on the moose
1: um, And then lastly, I want to shout out all the people who actually got their start in Philly because of a venue that we had called The Five Spot, which me and my god sister, I had snuck out of church to go to The Five Spot because kindred was was shooting the video for Far Away,
0: and oh we had heard about god, it. God. That video makes me so sad. My
1: god sister is in that. No, not, no, not Flowery. kindred's Far Away. Oh,
0: okay. I like that one. They, that makes me happy.
1: It got shot at... At the five spot. And my god sister is actually in the video. Like the light skin girl with a hat on with little two-strand twists sticking out. That's my god sister, Martina. What's up, T.T.? <laughs> um,
0: this together was cast in the nation.
1: We had, um, we had, well, she just left her mom's house on a low. I snuck out of church. And I thought my outfit was lit, but it wasn't lit enough that I looked grown. But she looked grown. So she was able to be in the video. But, um, the five spot put on so many people because they had a night called Black Lily. And that's where Floatree got discovered. That's where NDIRE got discovered. That's where Jill Scott got discovered. Kindred, like all these, any neo-soul artists got big because of Black Lily Night at the Five spot. And I also, lastly, want to shout out John Coltrane, who's not originally from Philadelphia, but he really got his jazz start in Philly. And that's where things got really bubbling for him. Mm-hmm. You know, people just don't talk about Philly enough, but it's definitely, as um, EB for Prez said on Twitter, it's the black mecca. Like, even um, I watched a documentary about Lorraine Hansberry, and um, Raising in the Sun got its first popular run. It happened to Philadelphia. And because it was so popular in Philly, they were able to move to Broadway.
2: Oh, so, wow.
1: Shout out to my home town. Shout out to my home town. Hey, a city, a
0: place to live. Hey, <laughs> hey, 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 If you hey. want to buy
1: a house, houses in Philly is like 56.
0: <laughs> and she's not playing because she was talking about, we need to just
1: move in together. Our mortgage would be $200. Right? <laughs> it's nothing.
0: And the thing is, Philly houses look bomb. Out. Just give them a little bit of work. Where are you, Joanna and Chip? Give me a fixer-upper. I'm on there.
1: You see my uncle house. That house was 150 nice. Out. My uncle house is
0: 150 Wow, oh, The history of D.C. and Philly. Cousins.
1: Hello. <laughs> um, But, yeah, I mean, my list was very long, but that no, was my list.
0: Yeah, it's fine. I knew it's that it was going to Because Philly, like, housed a whole sound of music, whereas Go-Go is still not necessarily a mainstream art form. Yeah. And, like, people who were pioneering in the sound of Go-Go are not involved in it anymore as much as they were. So, it doesn't have the same grassroots as it should. hmm but, but I think
1: it's also very important, though, that, like, when we talk about, like, black music, because, like, I'm actually um, going to Charlotte to talk about, like, black music and stuff. Like, we have to talk about... Like um, regional music genres that uh-huh. don't into like other places, and like go go is just very, very, very important. It is,
0: it really is, because go go stems from African drum beats. Go go mm-hmm. stems from church drums. Like mm-hmm. the percussive nature of it, it's like in every portion of black music, but it just as an art form on its own, it never really got. The type of fame and fortune that I think DC thought that it was going to get. So it's always good to see producers like Rich Harrison and people like that who infiltrate a mainstream atmosphere with that sound. Because much like Philly, there is a completely different sound that comes out of a lot of different cities. Mm -hmm. And you will just never hear that if you don't go and spend time there.
1: Just like with New Orleans and Bounce Music. Like, yeah. shout out to YouTube. Because I would have never known about Bounce Music. When I
0: tell you if it wasn't for Messy Maya. That's
1: what I was going to say. It was Messy Maya videos that introduced me to Bounce Music. So, when y'all hear, um, what's that Drake song? Key, Key.
0: Do your like,
1: Yeah, like when she's like, I got a new boy. And I nigga a- a- trade. Hey. That's so New Orleans, first of all. Because New Orleans call all masculine men traits. Yeah. Even if they straight. Yeah. Which is a very, like... Gay
0: thing. You know how I feel about trade.
1: Muse don't believe trade is real.
0: Trade doesn't exist to me simply because it don't. The end.
1: Trade is a thing and that's why I got a name. If you
0: come from like a Paris is Burning time frame, then trade is a real concept because...
1: And I'm old children like that. So that's why trade resonates
0: with me. Back in the 80s, trade gave a nondescript masculine assuming and presenting man that would trade favors for money so say you wanted to give him a little dollar here give you a little top off or whatever and people wouldn't even know that this nigga was gay because he was trading he was the trade so let me
1: tell y'all what the contemporary version of it it's like a man that working like ups like a dude that like throw boxes at ups a dude that, like, do construction, but he's gay. That's trade. Yeah. Because he can pass as straight because he's hyper-masculine. Yeah.
0: Or he just has like the characteristics of what normal people think a regular man is.
1: A straight man is. But you know me and Corey to go to the trade club, and let me tell you what real trade is. Real trade is when you in the gay club and Beyonce come on and don't nobody dance. <laughs> <laughs> they play Beyonce countdown, and now one man started dancing. They all was in they fit is like what is this? Unbubbler. <laughs> they was like we're the MOP. <laughs> <laughs> She's
0: not lying though. That That's why I'm cracking up because that was, is the thing. It
1: was moving from Atlanta to then because Atlanta going is
0: a to, very different place. When Atlanta it comes has to gay. way more
1: femme gay men yeah, than a lot of than, other cities. Than the vibe of New York. So, I also
0: want to say it might be a southern and northern thing. Below the Mason Dixon line, it is just more effeminate men that are in the forefront of gay culture than in other places in my experience because I just noticed that in other places you will see quote unquote trade that doesn't really exist but those type of passers Uh, Just in the forefront, whereas people on the outside looking in, because we spend time in Atlanta, so we know that this isn't really it. But the stereotype is that that's where all of the feminine gays are, Mm -hmm. and it's not true. But I do get the connotation. It's a lot This show is not about gay It's about hometown heroes. (sighs) Look, we always find a way to meander into a place. But I'm always chasing
1: trade. So she is, and it's no (laughs) (laughs) shade. Serious? Any masked gay men who are like sliding, sliding a little closer to not—you cool know what? Gay. I'm about
0: to cut this short because <laughs> <laughs> I honestly cannot. That is the end of the you size portion know, You know, I episode. just love
1: hardworking black men. You know, do. I love hardworking black men that work with their hands. We
0: love an enterprising black. Do. Then,
1: do then do but anyway it's great to be from dc it's is, great to be from philly is and um where are you guys from? we would love to hear where y'all are from and who are some of y'all hometown heroes gary indiana got legends Dude. so what you gotta say gary
0: and minnesota
1: who from minnesota besides prince
0: that's all i care about um, prince is my father
1: well you know prince is enough <laughs> he's enough what jersey who i got from jersey
0: besides Whitney?
1: The one that gave us good love, so I get it. Listen. All Jersey need is is the voice.
0: Where Anita Baker from?
1: Detroit. See? Ghetto.
0: (laughs) Enough. It's been real, y'all. I can't (laughs) Thanks for tuning into another episode of the motherfucking size. We'll see y'all next time.
2: Feel those instincts I want to dance with me.